Saturday, the 20th of May, 2022, Scrappy Murphy's in Birmingham, 7pm. Be there. The Chronicles of Podcast Live. Tickets on sale now. Go to www.ctickets.com. It's about getting into schools and talking to young people because, you know, I, I know that people can change. Uh, and, it, and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever. And we just need to work together and keep on the good fight there. Absolutely. Hey there, guys. We are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The times are changing, and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults, and those who wish to be as different as possible. So thank you very much. To find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do, and more importantly, how you can help, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com. Well, what the absolute ass is going on, boys? This is Dake, and you're listening to The Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. Well, holy fuck, bud. This is Tyke. Um, I'm on uh, I'm on The Chronicles of with uh, Jamie and uh, uh, Tom. Tom, right? Tom. And uh, keep agrees. Keep watching. These are good lads. You know, they really are, buddy. You know, just some of the best, right? You know? Hey guys, what's going on? Normally, I'd be, we'd be all be devil waving right about now. We'd all be getting ready and excited and pumped up and ready for the next edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. But first and foremost, we want to address something first. Uh, as you all know, sadly, Sylvia Lancaster lost her life on Tuesday, the 12th of April. We had the privilege of sitting down with Sylvia back in September and released her interview in October for the Chronicles of Podcast. And obviously since then, We've become affiliated with the, with the foundation themselves. Um, they have done, we well, they have done some unbelievable work that me and Jamie obviously uh, believe in, uh, stand by, and do anything everything we can in aid of them. Uh, they are inspiration. Inspirational woman. I'm still left my words because I've never done a Morium sort of thing before. Um, and we just want to say, Sylvia, thank you for absolutely everything that you have done. Uh, in memory of your daughter starting the foundation and obviously for us allowing us to be affiliated with your incredible charity um, and letting us work alongside you it was truly an honor and a pleasure to sit down and talk to you thank you sylvia for everything you ever did for us in the way you signed off every single message we'll repeat that today love and light rest in peace sylvia welcome to the next edition of the chronicles of podcast the 36th edition and we are going to put this in memory of Sylvia and we are going to absolutely smash this here right here out of the proverbial park hit it
Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 36th edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And I'm going to try something new this week so my mic doesn't mess up for you. And these are the Chronicles of Dakin Tyke. It is I, the bearded Brummy Jamie, and with me, as always, is this handsome, befuddled-looking fellow. I mean, yeah, it worked. It worked? You heard it all? But it was weird. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the high pitch doesn't work, so what if I go low? No, but I don't like it, because it just sounds like... uh, Yeah, it just... You sound like, hey, you guys... (laughs) Uh, are you from the Goonies? And that was last week's episode. So it just oh, it's a bit weird. It's a bit odd. It's just a bit odd hearing you sound so low. Like, <laughs> oh, my balls have dropped. Fucking hell. Oh, these are the Chronicles of Dick and Tack. He's it's finally like, gone through puberty. He's 35 and he finally got there. <laughs> it's just, it was just a bit like, oh. Uh, I thought I'd try it. It didn't work. But now we know. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. At least you gave something a bash. Trying an error. Back, yeah, back to what you usually do, please. Okay, back to normal next week. Thank you. I really no appreciate problem. that. No problem. Um, hilariously, yesterday, I, uh, as I do, like to enjoy a little cup of tea in the evening. I was like, yes, I'd love a lovely cup of tea. Is it a cup of char? As my cup of char. char, yes. And um, made it all. It's fine. Had a few bickies, had a few chocky sandwiches, and was just enjoying it. I started to drink it and was like... This don't taste right. I was like, it's fine. No, it is what it is. Obviously, maybe it's a different tea bag or something. It's fine. Just continue to drink. And I was like, I don't think I want the rest of this. I drank about half. That mug is pretty big, right? So I drank half of it and was like, yeah, I'll eat the rest. I'm just not in the mood for it. Didn't sleep very well. And then this morning, the other half messaged me and she was like, you know your tea tasted funny yesterday? And I was like, yeah. She went, yeah, the milk's off. Oh. So I was just happily enjoying gone-off milk. <laughs> oh, no one didn't sleep very well. Oh, well, yeah, this is lovely tea, this. It tastes like fucking shit, but I still drink <laughs> I thought it was, literally thought it was like a decaffeinated bag or something. I was like, but how did the decaffeinated bag worm its way into my Yorkshire tea? I thought you were going to say you left the tea bag in, so it was just like stronger and stronger as you were going through it, not gone-off milk. Ooh. Yeah, it was just really gone off, but I didn't realise. I thought the biscuits had done something to it, so I was like, oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> oh. And then I slept horrifically. I'm not surprised. Your stomach's going, oh, you bastard. Why'd you do that to us? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's good. Like, oh, <laughs> As he's just like, oh, lovely bit of digestion. I'm excited for the, uh, what the fuck is that? Don't send that down. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not really a big fan of this, whatever this shit is here. So what I'm going to do is I want to try and throw that back upwards, Okay. Are you ready? We'll, we'll have some pump action. We'll have some stomach pump action and we'll throw a book up out of his face so he can vomit everywhere. It's going okay. up or down. I don't mind which, long as it but gets yeah. the fuck out. I didn't manage to get up. Put it that way. <laughs> so there we go, boys. Nice little story for you there. <laughs> so, yeah, what a way to start an episode. The Chronicles right? of Dakin Tyke. I'm really excited for this because... I feel that this little YouTube series deserves way more subscribers, deserves way more eyes on it, deserves so much more than it gets. Absolutely. Um, because people are missing out on a fucking gem here. Absolutely. This show is so damn funny. It's so well made. And yeah, it's 
yeah, you're going to enjoy this one this week, people. It's cleverly written. Uh, that it, with one that they have to work with, they make it an absolute masterpiece. So I'm really excited. And it leaves you like deciding if you've got your own ideas of what's going on and that sort of thing. I quite like because every time I talk to Braden, I'm like, oh, dude, you know, I think this is this. He goes, oh, okay. And he never gives it away. And I'm like, what? Tell me. What's my best mates? What's going on here? Um, but it was great to meet Micah for the first time as well properly that was absolutely wonderful so I'm very excited and hopefully this will go far and wide and reach many and many people who can enjoy the wonderful world of the Gentleman Stoners Dake and Tyke indeed Mm. but still excuse me choking a bit there how are you what's going on with you man everything okay I'm good I'm good I'm a little bit sleepy because you know I'm on these early shifts and I'm up at five o'clock every morning. I was up at five o'clock this morning on my day off because I forgot to turn my alarm off like a twat. Jamie Westwood. Yeah. I was not oh, happy. Dude. That's the one thing you check every time. I know. The funny thing is every night when I'm at work, I check my alarm before I go to bed every night. The one night I didn't check it, I left the bastard on. I literally, I woke up and all I heard was Becky Roller and go, you're an idiot. And I was like, I know. <laughs> Well, she wakes up all the fucking time, so. <laughs> no comment, sir. No comment. But no, other than that, I'm good. I've had a good day today. Life is good. Life is good. I've had a good week, actually. But anyway. Good, I'm pleased. How are you? How are you? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm bollocks. <laughs> Absolutely bollocks. Work's been insane the past couple of days. Uh, pulled an all day yesterday. Um, it's not the one. It's not the one. There's not a lot of people in, a lot of people off and whatnot. So yeah, it's been all right. Just it's just knackering because I'm I, I'm so focused on saving for New York next year um, and whatnot. So I just want that dollar. But my days, it's kicking my ass. Um, yeah, I can imagine. So very excited and very excited to hopefully be meeting up with a former guest of ours. Went out there, Mr. Norm McNeil. So I'm quite excited about that. Um, so hopefully that'll be happening uh, in February of next year. Um, so he he assured me that he's sure he can be free in eleven months' time. <laughs> keep keep your keep your diary open, Noel. Keep your diary open. Yeah, absolutely. But dude, have you not realised it's like really fucking muggy at the moment as well? Like I'm sweating my bollocks off sat here right now. This weather is weird. Like uh, I'm oh. pretty certain today we've had sunshine, rain, sunshine, rain, sunshine, rain. It's been bonkers. Literally, Cardiff last week it was like. Beautiful sunshine, rain, hail, thunder. Thunder came out of fucking nowhere. Snow, hail, rain, snow, hail, thunder again. Sunshine, rain, mild wind. Okay, we didn't have that. It wasn't that bad here. It was really nuts. It was literally like the hailstorm happened. And we're like, well, that was weird. Then snow happened. We're like, oh, okay. Then all of a sudden it flashed. We're like, what? And then it, but it flashed and then thundered really quickly. So we're like, whoa, that's obviously very close. Holy shit, it was really loud. <laughs> Like, Jesus, fuck, it was insane, man. Absolutely insane. I feel bad because I feel like I need to bring some comedy to this show and my bro- I'm just knackered. <laughs> you know, it's, there's always a bit of pressure every now and again. Not pressure necessarily, but it's like, I want to make the show fun or I'll make it exciting for people so they have a bit of a laugh every time they come down. And today I'm just like, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Tom, brain's off tonight. I just Computer says no. Yeah, but Brains is not having it. Stomach, on the other hand, is a bit pissed off that you tried to give him all gone off milk. But Brains just like, no, you know what? It's okay. But for what you did for stomach, you can fuck off. I'm not giving you any jokes today. I know what you mean, though, with the weather, because about two or three times this week, I've seen it's pissing it down with rain. And obviously, I cycle home to and from work. And every time, I'm like, you better stop before half two. 
because if I have to psycho him in the rain, me and you are going to have words up there, Mr. Why, Man in the Sky. Why do people always talk to the weather? It's so weird. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, it's raining. You fuck it. You better stop before I walk out of here. But do you know? Do you know why? <laughs> What's funny is I do that. I can't deny it. Why talk? Just do it then. So I was like, why, talk, why talk to the elements? They're just. It's either going to rain or it's not. You're not going to melt. Do you know what I mean? Oh, what you you fuck? I tell you what, right? Don't you fucking? You're like a drunk, but with that sober. <laughs> you you better fucking stop. I tell you, right? Otherwise, we're we're gonna. I'm gonna fight you. I am outside, even though you already are. Let's have it outside. Come on. <laughs> it's so weird how people do that. <laughs> you, you, yeah. I do oh. it all the time. I can't deny it. Even when it's, it's like, sunshine and oh, boiling, I'm like, fucking cool, Darren, I'm hot. <laughs> so I like sun. I mean, the biggest form of irony, a ginger Scotsman. I'm allergic to sun cream. Um, but I love the sun. But then I also like that people it's like blistering sunshine you're like ha ha I don't need an umbrella or a coat then you get to work or wherever it is you're going and all of a sudden the weather goes <laughs> somebody didn't take a coat or a bread did they snow rain hail all day and you're like oh but I didn't bring any clothes for this I didn't bring any actual clothes so I'm gonna get wet okay yes yeah, happened to me get wet times. it's it's just what happened right it just makes me laugh when people are like, I'm going to... Uh, uh, the fucking witch in The Wizard of Oz. Oh, so, anyway. But yeah, other than that, man, yeah, I'm actually good. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit warm. I'm, I am sweltering slightly because I thought, this chair is leather and it rips my legs to shreds, so I put jeans on and now I'm just cooking. You need some, like, three-quarter limp shorts. So at yeah, least your calves will be fine. Speaking of bad, speaking of the Rock and WWE, they're coming back to to uh, England, aren't they? Well, Wales, my bad. Sorry, not England. Coming to Cardiff. I thought I saw that the other day. I was like, ooh, it, Tom's happy about that. I got tagged out about seven times. <laughs> I'm really not surprised. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, thanks for this. Oh cool, thanks. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Oh another one. Yeah, and, it, and what was even weirder? It was different um, media outlets every time. It's so like you got tagged it. BBC Sport, WWE itself, WWE Home Video, the <laughs> Principality Stadium Wales, BBC Wales, BBC One. I was like, oh, cool. So different, so many, so little time. It's only tag during it. Like, yeah, I've seen it so many times now. Go I don't want to be that knobhead, though. I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Stop tagging me in it now. Oh, half, so- bless her. She, she, she fucking can't stand it. And when I've, I've registered for tickets. What a legend. What an absolute legend. But all I've decided now is, as it's in Cardiff, WWE need to bring back Mason Ryan for one day. That's, that's what I've decided. And they No, why? Because yeah, he's from Cardiff. I couldn't give a fucking shit to be from Cardiff. Bring back Mason that's Ryan. One, Come on, Barry. That's the one thing I hate about that more than anything, is that wherever they, wherever the country they go to, they go, I know it's a great idea. We'll bring a wrestler out from that country and make them win a match. That means absolutely fucking nothing. Every time they go to Saudi Arabia, you got Mansoor. Where's Mansoor at? Get him out. Come on. Get him out. He's going he's to win a random battle royal for no reason whatsoever. He's never on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, nothing. But mm. when we're in Saudi Arabia, he's our man. Yeah. Even though I'm pretty sure he's in... No, he's from Saudi Arabia, isn't he? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's just like nuts. It just drives me nuts. So it makes no fucking sense. And I, the other thing I really can't stand about it is when they go, oh, so Volta and Pete Dunn, British and Austrian. Oh, 
their names don't sound very British or Austrian. Let's call them Gunter and Butch. Oh, don't get me started on Butch. Not happy about it. Pete Dunn's my boy, and Butch has pissed me right off. No, I bet. Not happy about that. It's just just the fact that they just want to bury all the British and Europeans and anyone that's not fucking American, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway. Anyway, man, sorry. What's what's been going on? What have you been up to? Um, I've mostly been re-annoring. Broke, 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 broke. Uh, but it's been all right to be fair. I've been on the early shift, but I don't mind. They're quite happy. Work did make me ask a question. Well, I'll bring a question to you this week, though. Can you do the splits? No. Okay, no, normally. I was just wondering because I was wheeling the patient to x-ray and I was like, I when I'm on like minor's department, it's basically, oh, I've hurt my hand, help me, that sort of department. And this woman was getting an x-ray. I was like, oh, what are you done? And then making conversation went, oh, I was drunk and I did the splits and I've damaged my hamstring. I was like, oh, this is the most British thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I get to that point where it starts to hurt a bit. <laughs> I'm like, my muscles do not want me to do this, so I'll stop. No, I can't do the splits. I can't remember the last time I tried. It's just no thank you. <laughs> I, for some reason, had an idea that you got the idea for that because you always tried to do the splits pushing a bed down the, down the hallway, splitting out the way you went. It's like split, push, split. Uh, split. <laughs> I don't know why I'm pushing a bed then. Then I remembered what I do in my actual job. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm tired. <laughs> um, but other than that, I went to see the kids today. Nice. How was that? Good fun. Just chilling out, really. I kept getting nagged to take them to the park. And then literally every time I was like, fine, we'll go open the curtain. Rain. Maybe not. We're not going to the park. <laughs> oh, fair. There we go. Um, what else have I been doing? I've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I watched a couple of episodes this week. My God, Season 7, Episode of 9. Yeah, Season 7. It is possibly the best episode of this season, this whole show. Honestly. And I looked at I saw a post. It is the highest rated episode of a Marvel show on IMDb. Oh, wow. Okay. It's that good. Like, I definitely suggest it. It's so fucking good. Uh, I've also watched, I don't know if you've seen the new movie that's come out on Netflix called Metal Lords. Nope. It's basically two high school guys start a metal band. It's just taking the piss in a way, but it's really lighthearted, coming of age fun. It was quite fun. And plus the song, the song they perform at the end is badass. I definitely suggest people check that out. And I also started watching the new Jimmy Savile documentary on Netflix. Okay. That's that's a watch. <laughs> they were yeah. talking on Loose Women about taking that off air, taking it off Netflix. Really? Why? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't watch Loose Women. I just see the captions every time I walk past at work, and I was like, oh, that's odd. Fair. To be fair, I'm amazed they were allowed to put it out, because some of the stuff that's coming out of it, about the royals and stuff like that, and I'm only about three quarters for episode one. There's two episodes that are an hour and a half each. It's a long-ass documentary. And yeah, it's, it's quite... Hmm. Yeah, but shit needs to come to light, maybe. Oh, it definitely does. This dude is creepy as fuck. Like, and then you're watching all these clips of stuff he said in the past. You're like, yeah, all the signs were there, really, weren't they? Like, it's always the way. Yeah, always the way. Uh, and other than that, main thing of my week last Friday, I went to London for the day. How was that? It was fucking glorious. I had an absolutely incredible time with Claire and her sister, Shell. Um, got on the train at half, half eight in the morning. And we played, I got taught to play card games. It was great fun. Played okay. Blackjack. Never played Blackjack before. Got quite good at that. And then a weird game called Gin Rummy. Heard of it. Oh, never yeah. played it before. That's a fucking convoluted game. I was forgetting what the rules were for half of it. Um, 
And then we went on the tube. And my God, did we get lost on the tube? Because I got an app on my phone telling you what tube to get to where and everything. Half the tube stations are closed. Like we ended up having strangers help us. So we're like, don't mean to pry, but I heard you want to get there, but you're a bit stuck. If you get on here and get off here, you'll be fine. I was like, cheers, because we are so fucking lost. And have you ever been hit in the arm with a tube door? No. Fucking hurts. You just say mind the doors. Yeah, no, but it literally didn't say just, rush of people trying to get on. I put my one foot on the tube and then it just goes beep, 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 woof, ah, right in the Mind the doors, please. Yeah. Mind the doors. Yeah, I wish they had said that because it really fucking hurt. Uh, but no, then we went to the Titanic Museum, which is the whole reason we went. Um, absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. You should walk in, you download an app thing on your phone and it's got audio playing around. So like, okay. you look at pictures and it's like, this is a picture of this man. He built the boat. And yeah, all sorts. So pieces of furniture from inside the Titanic has been rescued. So loads of amazing stories. They even had a giant block of ice that was set to the temperature of the iceberg. So like, put yeah, yeah. So you like feel how fucking cold that water must have been for him and everything. Oh, some of the stories absolutely heartbreaking. That's weird. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. But it was cool though. Me and Claire decided to have a competition to see who could hold their hand on for as long as possible. Of course. <laughs> Had to really, don't you? Who won? Uh, um, I think I did. I can't remember now. But like seconds, like as soon as her hand went off, it was like, yeah, I'm done too. <laughs> but no, some of it absolutely heartbreaking. It was fascinating. It really was fascinating. I so where's your obsession with the Titanic come from? I've always been fascinated by it. Have you? Yeah, it's not sort of talk about very often. I've not like done loads of research on it and all that sort of stuff, but I just always, whenever I see something about it, I'm like, oh, what's that? I find it fascinating. I think it's because I was almost not in this world because of the Titanic. <laughs> my, my, I think it's my great, great, great granddad or something like that had a ticket. He was going to go on it and he changed his mind at the last minute. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, if he decided that day, like, fuck it, I'm going to New York. Like, I want not even be here. That's mental. <laughs> so I've always I'm... found that fascinating. Well, you never told me that, so I didn't know. I was like, <laughs> why have you got such a random obsession with the Titanic? Like, <laughs> that could have been my ancestor's fate. That's nuts. Yeah. Wow. Fair. Fair enough. It's really cool. And like as you're going around as well, I like that they sort of related a lot of it to the movie. I think just to make it a bit more relatable for people is like this part of the movie was based on this actual story like you know the couple have you seen the titanic movie yeah years and years and years ago yeah there's a part of it like where an old couple basically curl up in bed and just accept their fate that was like based on a real story and jack and rose was based on a real story and stuff like that absolutely fascinating absolutely loved it Uh, and then we went from there we went down oxford street we found this massive american sweet shop which i sent you a picture from with the reese's stuff like so much cool stuff in it. The fucking price is mind. Like I think Claire yeah, it, bought a bag of something for like thirteen pound. Didn't realize how much it was. It's London. <laughs> yeah, it's London, and it's American imported sweets. But yeah, really cool. Um, I got a white Kit Kat chunky because I got really upset that they weren't available anymore, and I saw one, and so I was like, yay! So I got one of those. Um, then we went to the Natural History Museum. Uh, we got there an hour later than we originally planned, thanks to a communication error. That's all I'm going to say to keep Claire calm. Okay. Right. Let's just say some people don't know how to read maps. Okay. That's all okay. I'm going to say. But no, we, we literally got about 45 minutes to an hour in there. We sort of ran through. I got excited like a giddy child because there's a giant thing and it said it was a, like a prehistoric sloth. And I got really excited because I love sloths. 
ran through the dinosaur bit where there's an animatronic T-Rex and I got very excited over that, like a giddy child. Um, and there's also a room full of really gross shit, like a jar of parakeets. What are they? Like the birds. It was literally just a jar of dead birds. I was like, why is this here? Okay, fair enough. And the skin, just the skin of a baboon. Okay. Yeah, I had lots of questions and no time to ask them, like finding someone that worked there and why? Just why is this here? I don't get it. But yeah, absolutely amazing. Then we went to M&M World. I don't know if you've ever... It's basically just a... It's just a giant shop that sells M&Ms. Oh, I thought he meant like, <laughs> you're going to lose, lose, lose yourself in the music the moment you want it. You better never let it go. Like, oh, I like this bit. This is the 8 Mile series. It's because the Marshall Mathers bit. I want to go for that. It's the Marshall Mathers shop. You yeah, know, you're only allowed in if you've got spaghetti on your, on your spots already. I was just really confused. I was like, why, like, why is there a shop dedicated to M&M? <laughs> I can't work out why there's a four-story shop dedicated to M&M's. Were there peanut butter ones in there? Yes, there was tons. There was literally things on the wall where you can grab a bag or a tub or something and just pour in as many as you want. Where was it? Um, Leicester Square. I'm in London next week, so... (laughs) It was... The amount of stuff they sold there was insane. You could get your own face printed onto an M&M. What? Yeah, I don't know why you'd want to do that. (laughs) I am yummy. I I feel like yourself. Yeah, pretty much. But my favourite thing out of all that, they've got um, Odeon Cinema out there and they've got loads of statues outside, like bronze statues. There's Mary Poppins, there's Harry Potter and stuff like that. And I looked up and on the roof of the cinema, do you know who was there on the roof of the Batman. cinema? Batman? Yeah, there was Batman on the roof of the cinema. I got very excited. Like, I literally think I grabbed Claire by shot and went, Batman's on the roof! I'm such a fucking child. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I, I like being a giddy child. <laughs> And then after that, we went got some food and then got the train home and literally played blackjack for the entire way home. I think to keep us awake because we were exhausted. Good day out, though. It was. I literally walked through the door at midnight and then I had to be up at 5am the next day for work. (laughs) That is absolute filth. Yeah, I think I was was falling asleep by that work the next day. I was absolutely shattered. Yeah, I'm not surprised, dude. That's crazy, man. But no, absolutely incredible day. So much fun. Like massive thank you to Claire. I know she watches this every week, so massive thank you to Claire for that, doing that. Hi, Claire. In fact, she likes the double waves. We didn't give her one this week, so there we go. What about you, Mr. Stevens? What have you been up to? Um, that's a very good question. What have I been doing? A lot of reentering. Um, gymming at 6am. That's been absolutely brutal. Uh, but so worth it. It's really weird. I'm always like, work, yes. And like really energized on there. But when I get home, I'm like, oh, that's who I am. Mashed potatoes up to my face. Like, oh, yeah. Um, I ate mashed potato recently. That's what came to my head. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, not really a whole of a lot. We, uh, I got to finish work early on Saturday because I did an all day last week. And, um, the other half had managed to acquire tickets to a charity ball in aid Ooh. of a lady who'd passed away with cancer. God rest her soul. Um, and it was like a, just a big charity event, whereas in aid of like this lady, they raised loads of money for the, the hospice that she'd passed away in and stuff. <laughs> and I, it was at the Celtic Manor. So it's a very, 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 very posh place, like huge, like massive like off golf course and stuff. And it was in the golf uh, area so we had to get driven by a private bus all the way through the golf course to get to this manor place Ooh. and um, 
very fancy free champagne, free champagne for the door, yes. Um, and I made a joke that I was like, <laughs> we seem to be rubbing elbows with Wales' finest. And the other half was like, no, these are all common people, quite a lot of kind. It turns out there were a lot of millionaires in there. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, and I was only really joking that they were rubbing elbows. We technically, we actually are. Um, yeah, because they were like, oh, tickets for this, or when it's like a raffle or an auction, like, we'll start the bidding at a thousand pounds. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, keep your fucking hands down. <laughs> Don't even fucking think about it. Bro. Yeah, so it was a good night. It was a really good night. The other half, the other half really enjoyed herself, so, which is the main thing, which is good. We got the tickets for free. They were £50 a pop. So Jesus. thank you so much to um, her friend and her stepdad for getting that, for letting us go. And it was really nice to go out. Um, and then Sunday, she went to my sister's baby shower. Uh, and my, my brother texted me and was like, oh, dad's down because he's bringing my stepmom down. They're all going for the baby shower. Then me and dad are going to hang out. Are you coming? <sighs> nope. I had to work. Oh, so I was man. the only member of the family that wasn't there. But the other half loved it. And my sisters and my mum all messaged me and were like, credit, that girl is incredible. So I know I've done well there, boys. Um, I mean, I know I don't want anyway. I had no qualms, no issues with her going to see my family without me. Um, the only thing that really did get to me a little bit was that I didn't get introduced to my dad for the first time. Oh, I suppose, introduced yeah. herself. Yeah. So, never mind. It's the way it goes. It's the way the crookie crumbles there, boys. Um, so, that happened Saturday. I'm trying to think of what else we've done, really. Not a whole lot else. Uh, we had a nephew over on Sunday night for pizza. We watched Grown Ups and Rush Hour. Um two excellent movies um so we had Papa John's and just chilled out it was really really nice we did that I finished Wrestlemania um it was all right it's just it's not what it's just not what it used to be anymore it's not no I enjoyed a couple of the matches but I was like this isn't the same no it's just not got that je ne sais quoi anymore is it yeah uh but I'll still watch it because I've been watching it for 15-16 years something like that Nearly 20 years. No, nearly 30 years. That's a lie. So I've been 20 odd years. It's 1998. Yeah, I can't, it yeah. 24 years. Like, I don't really watch it anymore, but I still check the results. Here for the new. I can't bring myself to pull myself away from it fully because it's, it's always yeah. been there. I tried to start watching AW, but I've fallen so far behind in that already. You're just like, ah, oh, well, never mind. Um, so I watched that. I'm, I'm going to absolutely binge the shit out of it tomorrow. So I'm really excited for my day off tomorrow. Um, Obviously, we had a great interview uh, Monday night. That was that was something else. That was excellent. And that's out next Friday. So keep your eyes peeled for next week's edition because you're in for a doozy. Um, but other than that, man, not really a whole lot else, to be quite honest with you. I started watching a movie called Nightmare Alley. Um, I don't get it. I don't it's know meant it. to be a psychological thriller. It's on Disney Plus with Bradley Cooper. You see his penis. Likes Bradley Cooper's dick. You get to see it, so just throwing that out there. Um, it's meant to be a Guillermo del Toro movie, and I quite like him. But I got an hour and a half in, and was like, nothing's happened yet. So it was just a bit weird. I was like, we've got an hour left, and I'm like, nah. So I turned it off. I hate movies like that. There's like loads has happened, but in the hindsight, you're like, nothing's actually happened. No, it's meant to be a psychological <laughs> thriller. The other half was like, where's their bodies? Where's the killing? And I was like, well, yeah. It's meant to be a thriller. Like, where, what's going on? It was just Thrill me, Disney Plus. I'm not thrilled. 
Yeah, I'm so glad. We almost went to see it in the cinema. I'm so pleased we didn't go. Um, go to the cinema tomorrow night to watch The Lost City, so I'm quite excited about that. Is that the Sandra Bullock one? Yeah, it is indeed. That looks fun. It does With look fun. Brad that Pitt and Tatum, it looks really fun. So I'm really looking forward to that tomorrow night. Um, and other than that, man, not a whole lot else has really happened, to be quite honest with you. Just lots of recording as usual, uh, which we thoroughly enjoy. Um, and just reanimating and coming home, chilling in my brand new apartment, which I love dearly. Nothing wrong with a quiet week, my friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Please go and get your tickets for the live show. Please. I was going to say, that's the only thing we've really done this week is proper push this live show. We want to sell as many tickets as we can because we want to raise as much money as we can for this incredible, incredible course. And, you know, this night now is not only in the name of Sophie, it's also in the name of Sylvia. So, um, bless you. (laughs) But no, that's just, everyone, come on down. I don't care if you're not even from Birmingham. Get a fucking train. Get a coach. Come on down. It's going to be great. But um, now we're all caught up, Jamie. Uh, Do you think we should hear from our friends? Yes, definitely. Hey, Jamie. Do you like being cosy? I do. And do you like staying cosy? I like that even more. Then just heading over to www.staycosyclothing.com where you can find hoodies, tees, sweaters, and much, much more. And just enter The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And make sure you follow them on the Instagram at Stay Cozy Clothing to keep up to date with all the new designs. Remember, guys, that's The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And now back to this week's episode. Yeah, make sure you put in The Chronicles at checkout to receive 10% off your order and download that new Stay Cozy app. Damn right. So as you go online. Jamie. Yeah. Come here. Yeah. Come here. I'm here. Come here. I'm here. Stand for Callum Street, James. Yes! Do you want to know something? Callum will be able to tell you in Callum's Treachings. It's cereal soup. Ooh. Another edition. The man is back. He also just wants to let you all know that he apologises, because apparently he said he was really grumpy and he doesn't know why he's off to the side slightly. But there you go. That's you tell us, Callum, you filmed him. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. But first and foremost, Jamie, shall we begin? Oh, go on then. What is Callum treating us this week? Typically, a planet is only hospitable on the surface or slightly below the surface. So it's mad to think how many people could fit on the Death Star, considering it doesn't have a giant molten core. So theoretically, the whole thing could be filled. That is an incredibly good point. Yeah, because realistically, you need to put loads of floors and walls in, don't you, realistically? so As long as they've got somewhere to stand. But then, could... I suppose that the Earth's got... But you don't know how big in diameter it is, do you, or circumference, so... No, this is true, although there is probably some Star Wars manual out there somewhere that gives you the exact measurements of the Death Star and all that. Yeah, jazz, probably. But... but... 
No, I like that idea, and I like the idea of it filled with fuck tons of stormtroopers. Yeah, but then we'll all die. The stormtroopers can't hit a thing anyway. They're useless. They then why are they henchmen? Because they're disposable. They might hit something by potluck one day, but generally they're shit. Fair. I'm not too much of a Star Wars nerd, so I don't know too much about it. So No, but I like that idea, Callum. That is a fantastic idea. You brought Star Wars to the treachings. I love you. Sweet. Should we move on? <laughs> what else is Callum treaching us this week? The main character of an action movie is more likely to win a 10v1 fight than a 1v1 fight. That's such a good point. <laughs> That is such a yeah. He really is. That's so weird. That's absolutely that? right. <laughs> How many times in an action movie do you see like, oh shit, I'm surrounded by so many people, and then as soon as they're meeting the main character, then they're like, oh, he almost beat me. I won by potluck. Yeah, that they're always like on the on their at the edge of their death. Like, oh fuck, he's <laughs> gonna kill me. And then he like slips or something. Like the main, like the villain like slips over. Or he gets his foot caught on a chain or something. You're like, something oh. stupid, yeah. Yeah. And then that's how you win. And you like lie on the floor like, oh, God, he had me there. But thank God that random chain was hanging there. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have been a goner. <laughs> that's thank such God, a the, good point. Thank God the floor cracked and fell through before he got to me. I mean, it didn't happen the entire way through the movie. But at that <laughs> one point, I'm so pleased that, that that floor just randomly cracked open and he fell through. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, bullshit. That's such a good point, though. Yeah, literally, they could take on the most giant group of people and win and then fight one dude at the end of the movie and just about do it. Yeah, only just. <laughs> they only just get there. You've <laughs> <laughs> officially ruined all action movies for me, Callum, but oh, I fucking love it at the it same time. so funny. <laughs> and finally, Jamie, what is Callum treating us this week? Ordering fast food through a third-party delivery service breaks the whole point of fast food in the first place as it's often delayed and expensive. <laughs> Again, you are not fucking wrong, sir. It's really not quick, though, is it? It's so... I never thought about it that way because you're always like, oh, I'll have some fast food. Your pizza will be with you. I remember waiting for a pizza for like two hours. Did somebody say, just wait fucking ages before you can eat? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what you might as well fucking call it. Somebody <laughs> say, you point. might eat. <laughs> Did somebody say, you might as well just get out of the house, walk down to the place and collect it your fucking self? I mean, there is that. To be quite honest with you, you could, you could literally just do that. You probably could. I'm not going to lie. I have ordered from places I probably could have just walked. I haven't. I have never understand people that drive to a shop that's down the road. No, normally. Unless you're in a rush. But still, just go later. <laughs> I don't know. It's really it's really odd. I just find that odd. How people are like, ah, oh, the shops are over the road. Yeah, I drove though. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> it's there. That's the by the time you've walked, got into the car, turned the engine on, actually maneuvered out where you're going to get there. You probably could have walked it quicker. I mean, I don't drive, so that's probably why I'm like, what the fuck are you driving? Just walk it. Yeah, because I have to walk everywhere, but there you go. But still, Jamie, that was a great addition. Of <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. absolutely fantastic. And now I gotta fucking follow this shit. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, you do. It's time for Tom's Journal. And welcome to another edition of Tom's Journal. So, um, I'll start with uh, a couple from, from me. Yay! So I was working in lenses last week and uh, my colleague, uh, Jade, she was like on the phone to somebody and she was just chatting away. And then all of a sudden I heard her go, oh, so you live in Worcester? Worcester? <laughs> and then I went, oh, so I waited. And I went, is it Worcester? Is it Jade? Well, show me where Worcester is, please. And Sherman's like, do you mean Worcester? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> do you mean Worcester? Is that where? And she's like, it's Worcester, isn't it? I was like, no, it's definitely Worcester. It's like, yeah, but look how it's spelt. And she's like, English language is just so confusing. I was like, don't even get me started. Okay. She does realise she lives in fucking Wales, right? The, the place like, where... Well, she's from Northern Ireland um, and then lived in Swansea for years. But yeah, it's just, it was just funny. It was just very funny. So then I showed her a place near Hereford, Jamie. Okay. Spelt L-E-O-M-I-N. I-S-T-E-R. How would you say that, Jamie? Spell it again. I got lost halfway through that. L-E-O-M-I-N-I-S-T-E-R. I'm not even sure. Leo Meister? I don't really know. Go on. It's Lemster. Oh, Lemster. Okay. That's forgivable. It's Leo Minister. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? Just shit like that. It's just the English language is met, but it's really fucking funny. What was the one from last week? There was one very similar to that last week with the bookies. Oh, Murakambi. Murakambi. <laughs> <laughs> what was even funnier was then I put the heating on because it's quite cold. And one of the optoms came out and he went, Did I just hear that correctly? A <laughs> Scotsman asked for the heating on. And I was like, Chris, right? Your nationality doesn't make you impervious to certain types of temperature or weather. Just because I'm Scottish doesn't mean that any cold snow or rain. I'm like, well, this would affect me because I'm from Scotland. Well, to be fair, you'd expect it's in the genes. Well, yeah, I don't, I'm a human radiator. I'm never really cold ever. <laughs> but I could feel it a little bit. I was like, oh, it's a bit, bit nip. I'll put, I'll put it on. It's a bit but nippy. If you touch me, I'm literally nuclear every time. I'm never cold. Same. Obviously... A Scottish thing or whatever. Well, you're, you're a Brummy, so obviously it's shit all the time living there. But <laughs> yeah, I can say that. <laughs> it's really made me laugh how like it's just so what Africans when it's sunny, it's just like cool. <laughs> Not hot at all. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's absolutely mental. I just find that so funny. And on this the, the, there were three glorious moments in this is in the same day. Every- <laughs> Then later on that day, I was still in lenses and I was serving a lady. She had her son with her and she put her lenses in and she was like, oh, can you get rid of these for me, please, son? He was like, yeah, of course I can. He went to the bin, right? A plastic bin, yeah? Yeah. And started hitting it. And I was like, what are you doing? He started hitting it. He goes, it's, it's not opening. I went, <laughs> just lift the lid. And so he lifted the lid and went, oh, oh we've now hit that generation, Jamie. <laughs> That everything's electronic. How mental is that? It was just a plastic oh, dear Lord. 
I was like, it was just there, like pushing it, hitting the lid, going, it's not opening, man. So I just turned around and went, just, just, just lift the lid. <laughs> I, and he went, oh, and threw it in. Like, oh, I thought it was going to lift itself. Oh, I have to use physical labour in order to open this. I'm not a fan, not a fan. Yeah, exactly. So that was very funny. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Digression. Let's look at the picture round, shall we? Let's. Bear with me, caller. Big question for you, Jamie. I left this out of last week back, so I didn't mean to. Question. Okay. Could Magneto move Thor's hammer? Ooh. Oh, that's right. I'm a grown man. I've got to be up in the morning. (laughs) God damn it. I was about to have some serious thought into that. (laughs) Bastard. Sorry, I was quite I was quite proud of that. I was quite proud of that one. <laughs> but realistically, could he? I reckon yes. Because, because he has magnetic magnetic powers. Yes, the spell is whoever can not lift. I don't think he could literally pick it up, but I reckon he could lift it with his mind and his magnet powers. That's okay. That's what I think. So a little tweet from Justin Timberlake. He's not very happy. Why? 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 Because Jessica Beale will not name her child Batmo. Fuck's sake. <laughs> she should. I mean, it'd be pretty fucking sick, wouldn't it? It would be amazing. I know you'd love it, but I, just, I would. Even but, if it's just a nickname, it should How can you not, not capitalise on that on that surname? Like, Precisely. Yeah. Um, this really made me laugh. Someone put it on Twitter, oh my fucking God, my boss is obsessed with me. And I read what it said and was like, that's fucking brilliant. Boss, are you coming to work today? Reply, um, I was there just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I really, I really, really like that one. <laughs> I love I've got, I've got something for you here. Okay. Now, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, so I don't know how much how much this means to people, but with who it is, I would probably watch it. Okay. I need you all to know the dream I had last night involved Robin Williams becoming the new defense, becoming the new defense against the dark arts teacher at Hogwarts. Not a character portrayed by Robin Williams, just Robin Williams as himself. Running around Hogwarts doing wondrous magic and being as loud as big as possible for and before and again, being as loud as big as possible because and I quote before I forget. Listen, children, I'm not saying all this bad shit is happening isn't scary and you shouldn't be concerned because you should. But I'm telling you this now for free. Life is a bugger. It's the biggest bugger of them all. You never know what's going to take from what what it will look like from one moment to the next. And sometimes you just got to laugh. It's okay to laugh. It's part of the grieving process. You need to grieve before you can heal. But it's okay to laugh while you're doing it. I didn't wake up right after this bit. Some more stuff happened in a hazy sort of way as the dream began to dissolve into consciousness. But I remember him yelling, expecto patronum, as he punched a death eater in the face. Because sometimes, evidently, you have to make your own happy memories. Oh, that's like amazing and sweet all at the same time. It's great, isn't it? I'd love that. I'm not even a Harry Potter fan, and I thought that was great. Just because I love of that Williams. idea, yeah. I like. Oh, I want Harry. I want Harry Potter. Robin Williams is a defense against a dark arts teacher now. 
Unfortunately, of course, you'll never get it. But no, it obviously, just, but I want it. It would be great. Um, this really made me laugh. My niece really wants to know this. If she donates her hair to Locks of Love and the recipient of the hair commits a crime and leaves hair at the crime scene, will her DNA be found all over the crime scene and thus incriminate her? She's 12. That's a fucking good point. Holy shit, that's a good point. It'd be nuts, wouldn't it? Oh, that's like a treat. Well done, that 12-year-old child. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's bound to, isn't it? Their DNA's there. Exactly. Oh, I like that. It's crazy, isn't it? I, was I like, like that one. Oh, I was sat here just thinking about Oh, shit, son. Like, oh, someone needs to write a murder mystery novel and get that shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jamie. Oh, so, Jamie. Ooh. Yes. Peppers are the spicy of the fire. Mint is the spicy of the ice. Carbonation is the spicy of the air. And vinegar is the spicy of the water. Do you know what's spicy of the earth? Go on. Ginger. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! (laughs) I am spicy of the earth. (laughs) I'll be disappointed now if a ginger person doesn't put that in their Tinder profile. That'd be great, wouldn't it? It'd be amazing. I am the great. spice of the earth. I think I would have got my other half like that if it was in mine. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is a serious question, okay? I'd be fine. I'd be absolutely fine. Okay. If you had to go into battle with only the items that are tattooed on you, would you survive? I've got three spaceships. Kevin Smith. The Kiss logo, so can I say the entirety of Kiss? And then three Batman emblems. So I don't know if they're counted as Batarangs or would I actually get Batman, Robin and Batgirl? I think you get the Batarangs. Okay, so I've got three Batarangs, three spaceships, Kevin Smith and three members of Kiss. I'd be entertained, even if I didn't die. I reckon I'd be all right. Three spaceships, so you know. Because I have Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, Captain America, Iron Man, (laughs) and then... The, a day to remember's album cover. I was going to say half of a day to remember. And then I've got some stars and some music notes. So it'd be entertaining with some music or either. I suppose, yeah. Uh, this person has a sword, a crossbow, and a needle. I think they'd be fine. They'd be fine, yeah. <laughs> so I've got, there's a lot to the journal, by the way. So I think, uh, no, I'll keep going. Every time an actor's in an interview about how they gained weight for a role, they're like, honestly, I just ate absolutely nasty, disgusting garbage for a month straight. And then they go on to describe my normal diet I've been doing for <laughs> three years. That's the same, man. <laughs> Bastards. I'm going to use that as an excuse now. You've put on weight. I'm training for a role in a movie. Yeah, there you go. Sorted. <laughs> Sorted. I'm going to save the rest. And finally, this is the last one I'm going to bring in because I think it's fucking brilliant. It's always this doll is haunted and is ominously shattering the china. And never, how can I provide adequate enrichment for my haunted doll so she doesn't destroy stuff out of boredom? 
Responsible haunted doll ownership means acknowledging your doll's need for interaction and playtime. Make sure you give her plenty of stuff to look at with her rolling eyes and shatterproof things to knock over. Remember, knocking picture frames off walls, inverting crosses, leaving long and disturbing claw marks on your wallpaper is natural haunted doll behaviour and should be managed in a way which is healthy for both you and your doll. Fuck's sake. <laughs> That's actually amazing. I like that. Did you enjoy that, yeah? I did like that. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, yes. I liked that very much. Your doll's not evil. She's just bored. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I want to see Lydia Manson do that advert? Well, if she's into the show. Lydia. Yeah. Lydia. Come on, Lydia. Picked up for you. <laughs> and that was another edition of Tom's Journal. Beautiful, my friend. Beautiful. So before we unleash this glorious piece of resistance all over the fucking shop, should we hear from our friends at Audio Drama Feed? Come on, Frank. Hey there. I'm Frank Guglielmelli, and I'm the narrator for the Audio Drama Feed. Featuring such audio dramas as Bounty Hunters, Marty and Mars, Val, Toby, and so much more. You can find all of these wonderful programs on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or you can go to our website at www.audiodramafeed.com. We are thrilled to be affiliated with the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. They are surpassed 7,500 downloads. Impressive, sir. Impressive. Congratulations, Audio Drama Feed. You are smashing it. And if you listen to Val Tobey, you will hear these dulcet tones as the Sheriff King. Yes. I might change and make him sound like this. <laughs> or should I bring the piece of resistance and make him sound like Gord? Hey, boys. Welcome to the Chronicles of Dake and Tyke. Dake and Tyke are played by two gloriously wonderful Canadians known as the Gentleman Stoners, Micah Adrian and Braden Barry. Yeah, Micah is obviously joining us for the first time ever and Braden Barry is joining us for the third time. Absolutely insanity. But it's incredible. As we said at the start of this episode, Dake and Tyke needs to be watched by everyone. If you're a fan of things like Cheech and Chong, Jane, Silent Bob, those sort of things, you have to watch this fucking program because it's just Canadian stoners, but there's so much more to it. It's so well written. It's so well made. Everything. It's incredible. And considering it's incredibly low budget, it's just these two guys having fun and It's just fantastic. And literally end every episode wanting to know what's happening next. And you will piss yourself laughing several times. It is very, very funny. Very funny. That is D-A-K-E and T-Y-K-E. Get onto YouTube right now. Hit that subscribe button because you won't be disappointed. Uh, There's six glorious episodes on there for you to enjoy. One is randomly very much longer than the other ones, but we talk about the interview anyway. Uh, but you need this in your life. Please give Dake and Tyke, Micah and Braden as much love as physically fucking possible because they deserve it. This interview is just glorious. You'll hear some of the characters in here as well. Um, and it was just an absolutely wonderful time, really. We all we all had a time. We all had a we time. We all had a time. 
No, um, I can't recommend you go check out a couple of episodes at least before you listen to this interview because to have a bit more context to what's being said. But fuck me, this is amazing. Please go and watch this show because it's so good. Thanks, Ron. <laughs> go check it right now, so right so you can understand why I'm talking in a Belgian accent. Get that. Jamie! Yes, sir. Any of those final words? Um, just the Tinky Winkers, the Dipsies, and the Gels. That's it. <laughs> no, massive thank you to, to Braden and Micah. This was so much fun. Just amazing learning more about this show. And Braden, no doubt we'll find a fourth reason to get you on this show at some point. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for taking time. You have a very busy schedule to sit and join us here at the Chronicles of Podcast. We appreciate it more than you could ever possibly and physically imagine. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, interviewing this week, a couple of gentlemen stoners, two phenomenal Canadians, Micah Adrian and Braden Barry, better known as... It's Dakin Taika. Yeah, for sure. You know what's crazy? Is that the meeting ID is the same as my credit card number. What? I'm, I'm just kidding. I just really wanted oh. to <laughs> start, start off with that. I literally feel like that's probably the most mental. <laughs> how, how? I mean, it obviously can't be though, because obviously the numbers, there's two less, there's not enough numbers. But still, that would not... be amazing. That would be amazing. That's okay. People are like, all right, yeah, what is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's funny. <clears throat> Have you got a funny. giant mug that's a son of a nutcracker? <laughs> I do. I'm trying to, and I, I got it at like a thrift store for like a dollar. I'm trying to remember what movie it's from. Is it? Is this from Elf? To say it's Elf, isn't it? I think. There's no point asking Tom. He doesn't know movies. An Elf? Oh yeah, you've actually seen Elf. You know. Yeah. You've seen Elf, but you've not seen Back to the Future. Anyway, but that is some but that is about movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna there with it's a nice little drum kit you got back there, Mike. Oh yeah, thanks. That is decent. That's <laughs> is that an, is that pretty old? One? No, it's pretty oh, old. It's actually nice. my buddy's, so just borrowing nice. it. Yeah, yeah. Nice, so I like to do a bit of inspecting just the, the backgrounds, just because you know one knows his fuck. So mm-hmm. <laughs> and got the old banjo, old banjo got on there. Decent. Oh yeah, pretty decent. <clears throat> But we love, we love it. We, we love it. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We got it. Yeah, we got it. It's gonna be uh, so hard not to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't. Yeah, dude. I mean, we haven't done any Dake and Tyke for quite a while, so yeah, we both have to warm warm up into it. Then the last the last one came on Christmas Day. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wow. Damn. That is nuts. Especially yeah. how you ended that shit as well. But we'll get to that anyway. But yeah. still, it's like, there yeah. needs to be another now. Because, you know, it's only so long we can hold on and be like, well, what's going on? Yeah, for sure, man. There will. There will be more Good. for sure. Yeah. Well, before we started talking about stuff that's probably going to be in the show, shall I uh, do our intro and get this? Yeah, let's go for it. Ball rolling, yeah. as they say. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, there are many amazing duos on the screen. Batman and Robin, Sherlock and Watson, Chandler and Joey. But this week's guests bring you a duo that they have something that they don't. They're Canadian. Today's guests bring you a pair who are, quite frankly, dank as tits, buddy. The gentlemen stoners, Dake and Tyke. Joining us for the third time, it's Mr. Braden Barry and the wonderful Micah Adrian. 
Join us as old Papa tells us the chronicles of Dakin Tyke. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, love that. <laughs> um, but I suppose we should probably get to the real hard hitting shit first. So, Micah, how was your pandemic season, buddy? Ah, uh, it went. It's done. I'm not thinking about it anymore. No, <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, oh, fair. So, is that a question? I should, is that a place I should not have gone to? <laughs> no, it's all good. It's just uh, it's uh, it's traumatic. So yeah, let's move on. Fair. Yeah, sorry, my bad, right? Uh, you know what? It was pretty greasy, but I, you know, yeah. I mean, being in Canada, it just was not. It's not not the best place for it because it was just nuts. And but uh, yeah, I'm still. I definitely still uh, recouping mentally. Like I feel like it definitely cha- like some real talk really definitely changed me a little bit. Like I have a harder time like talking to people, and I feel like a lot more anxious than I was before. So it's definitely been a lot of introspection. But I feel like you know, try to use that time to, like work, work yeah. on stuff and and write and whatever. So. Yeah, not no, to I get think... all serious, but yeah, that's, that's okay. That's <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get this shit out of the way first, then we can get to the good bit. But um, yeah, literally, <clears throat> Trudeau went mental, didn't he? Just locked everything, like literally Basically. forever. I don't think anything's ever going to open again, is it? <laughs> no, like, they built like giant cages around the whole country. Big giant cage. Put so many people in as they could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only feeding carrots once a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glad it's kind of over for sure. Absolutely. So take us back then, gentlemen. How, how did you two even meet in the first place? Man, as far as I, yeah, as far as my <laughs> earliest memory, and this, it might be like a made up memory, but I just remember sitting at like a plastic table with you. Like, and then like, we, yeah, like these two little benches and we, we didn't really know each other. Like, I, I swear that happened. And like, we were like peeking under the table and stuff. I like, yeah, I, that could like, be. It, yeah, the earliest thing I remember is talking about <laughs> Hot Wheels. Yeah. Must have been Hot five, Wheels. four or five, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hot Wheels. Crazy. Oh, you, yeah, you've known each other since you were four or five, Jesus. Yeah, yep. something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, I went to the same school, and, and Micah, he went to a different school for, how many years was that? I can't remember. You left in, like, grade something? I left after kindergarten, came back for grade seven. Yeah. yeah. So we went, like, that seven years or so without seeing each other and kind of like reconnected in grade seven and you know yeah i was kind of like into the same stuff as micah like movies and do you remember music and stuff, each other so. though from being that age it's, do you have i don't know how our earliest memories that sort of thing but obviously if you, you're like oh it's kindergarten together do i don't know i don't know i just remember like being really excited that micah was coming back because like i i didn't i wasn't that close with a lot of people there but i don't yeah i kind of don't remember how we made that connection like so early I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't remember if we even, <laughs> yeah, you know, grade know. seven, we just, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, there was like this little, at our old school, there was this little crack, was, we call it the crack. It was like uh, the parking lot and there was this little like kind of ditch that was like made of cement or stone or whatever. We used to go, go in there, go in there at recess time and talk about movie ideas and just literally hang out in the crack and, <laughs> Plan out the rest of our life, yeah. Yeah, it's like we're gonna go to film school and we're gonna do all this stuff and yeah, <laughs> good times. That's awesome. I didn't realize you'd known each other for that long. That's amazing. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, so is they can type the first thing you guys did creatively? Or have you done other stuff in the past together? Then no, Mike has done most of my music videos. Like he shot them and and like edited some of the early ones. And yeah, I mean we've worked and we used to make like random like short films and stuff in high school. 
Yeah, we, we were doing we were very, like, very expen- experimental in high school for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like we were doing Dagenteich esque stuff, like like stories about our teachers and stuff, you know. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So we we've been doing this stuff since high school. This exists somewhere. Yeah, they're like burned on it CDs. It does. Somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Mike's face and was like, I know where exactly where. They are. <laughs> I got a little folder. Yeah, man. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, Will they ever see the light of day? I, d- I d- <laughs> maybe, when, maybe when we know for sure the teachers aren't around anymore. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, we used to do a lot of, you know, weird stuff. I, like, you know, I hope you don't mind me kind of exposing, you know, all the stuff we did. But like, you know, drawing cartoons of our teachers. I remember one time, mm-hmm. you know, we had this one te- math teacher. We would we draw a cartoon about him that he was like babysitting and he's wearing a diaper and stuff and and one time in the cafeteria at lunchtime he was he was on duty like watching everyone everybody and we're working on the comic and he comes over and he's like what are you boys working on he's <laughs> like anything, anything I, can, I read? can read and we had to say no we're like no sorry you Help. can't quickly <laughs> like, cover what are the up. odds <laughs> yeah so Brilliant. anyway I don't want to get too you know go down that rabbit hole of reminiscing but. Yeah. Uh, Remnants anyway. as much as you like. Do it. Fuck it. You haven't seen it for a while, so, you know. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of good, funny moments like that. I love so, it. So where did, yeah. the, where did the idea for Dake and Tyke actually come from? Then? I don't even um, know. <laughs> from, yeah, from what I remember, it's like, I'm pretty sure we were just hanging out one night and thought it'd be a funny idea. Like, oh, like two stoner friends or whatever. But I think honestly, like I, we were shopping one day and uh, I found like we, just walking out of the store, there was this little leather mustache and I was like, oh, that's, it says the gentleman's stash on it. And we had come up with the name, the gentleman stoners, like maybe I think a year before, maybe didn't do anything. I think we, we had written something and it was just kind of sitting there. Yeah. And then one week yeah. we were just like, Hey, let's, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I saw the stash, grabbed it. It's five bucks, debated almost not getting it, but Grabbed it and then we pretty much rode the whole thing around that little leather mustache and yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a very what, what exactly is it? Yeah. <laughs> like you mean the prop or yeah or the actual this... prop? Every time I look at it, I'm like, what <laughs> it's, is that? It's a little grooming kit for mustaches. Like a little, there was little like brushes and trimmers in there. <laughs> I probably do with that now soon. Yeah, Marketing yeah. Company, <laughs> one of the greatest names ever. Definitely, company. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's amazing so obviously first episode came out may 2019 at what point did you actually like sit down and decide i'm we're going to do this we're going to record it release it like, how long did that process take it happened pretty quickly it was yeah that first I, I, episode yeah. i think we shot it over a weekend yeah a couple days and then and editing then... was quick yeah, for I, I can't remember if it was like it was like one to three. We were just pumping them out. Yeah, we just kept going. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very quick though once it started. Just I think just because we had such a good time and like it, I, we hadn't really ever made anything together like officially like you know other than video music videos and short films in high school. So yeah, I mean for me it was just like it, it was, felt so good to do. Like I just mm-hmm. felt really like inspired and motivated and yeah. I mean there's just something for me like different with with film, like video stuff like music is great but like with the video stuff there's just it's a whole different world like when you're making that it's just i don't know it makes me feel like life just has 
so much of a purpose. I don't, it's so hard to explain, but I mean, you guys probably feel the same way with, with things that you do and everyone has their thing, you know, but yeah. So it was a lot of fun. It must be quite a lengthy process though. Cause obviously you have to write it then you have to film it, act in it, remember the lines, then edit <clears> it. And God knows what else. I make sure you got the props for this and props for that. And then they got the areas for this and you're going to shoot over here. And obviously, because it's just the two of you. So like, how do you actually make that work? Obviously, with it only being the two of you. <clears throat> I think something about that actually makes it easier. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because you can just sort of on the fly, you know, we're going to do this instead or sub, sub this location in for whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Nothing to schedule. Just go out and do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, the biggest thing, I think the hardest thing is is the writing. And like, I, I honestly, yeah. like I kind of let Micah handle most of that just because like I'm, I've never been the best with like writing dialogue and scripts and stuff. So I'll kind of be like, you know, this, these are my rough ideas, you know, story points or character ideas. And then Micah does a lot of like the heavy lifting with the writing. And yeah, I would say like the props, getting the props and costumes is like more, one of the more the harder parts, you know, going out and finding the right things. But yeah, the shooting is easy. Just top pass the camera back and forth. We got our scripts there. You know, we just do like say our lines like maybe three or four times and make some stuff up. And <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say, know. there are any moments of like proper improv where you just start saying stuff and then it's like that's actually funny. Then what's written down or that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, dude, definitely, man. Yeah, I I feel like. I can't, I, I can't think of like specific moments, but a lot of times it's just like a couple, like it'll be like the, like the delivery on something or, or like a, a couple lines, you know, or like in episode five, that like Ron's monologue when he's like saying, you know, I was just writing that on the way to shooting it in the car. Like oh, I was just, really? I was just going through. Yeah. I just wrote that on the way and hit record and I just did it, you know, ended up reshooting it. Cause I didn't like how the, the character, I wanted to add the glasses, but yeah. So it's just all just kind of whatever, just, having fun man so so. i was going to ask about improv work was that because like episode four when dates work walking through the house and just <laughs> sorry is it episode four i've, I've gone blank now but yeah yeah it is episode i think four. so yeah. the things you're saying like <laughs> i was like where the fuck is this coming from but like, you couldn't have written this down <laughs> no i didn't i don't think i did i don't think so no i think we no, just that... started walking through the house getting shots <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah part. Yeah, dude, I don't. I couldn't tell you, man. <laughs> I just remember watching. I was just like, I feel like if someone's to say, "What's Dake and Tyke about?" I was like, "Just watch this scene." Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's I think like glorious. Yeah, man. I feel like we we kind of we learn what it's about every time we shoot. You know, like when we shot the first episode, we just were, didn't really know what it was, and then it it just kind of like grows itself. You know, and this and we kind of have this idea of like the bigger story that obviously we haven't like conveyed yet to everybody, but. Yeah. <clears throat> so, as far as writing is concerned, you, as you're saying, there was the story. Like, how does it? What does a typical writing session for this sort of thing look like? Is it just like a rough outline? And you work it out on the set, or is it all like pre-written, ready to go? It's always <clears throat> been pre-written, pretty much. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, a lot of times right it's of just time. like, yeah, just like uh, text back and forth, you know, like voice notes back and forth, doing the characters, and then. Just kind of jot it down and yeah. Found out 10 pages of screenplay and uh, take it to the location and do it. Yeah. I could just only imagine what those voice note conversations sound like. Yeah, there's like thousands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we always yeah, made you... this joke that like Facebook has like a dedicated team of like investigating our conversation, trying to understand <laughs> what it is. 
<laughs> Zuckerberg, he just sent his voice note. What's it saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. They're out in that field where, and obviously in the, in the most recent episode, episode six, they're obviously out in the field being like, oh, guys, one of them's been shot. One of them's been shot. Yeah. <laughs> a man is talking about cheddar. Yes, I know. It's odd. I know. He's talking about cheddar weather. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh. But one thing that always stands out to me is like, and no matter how like hilarious this stuff is, the writing's really clever. And it, you know, especially the way the episodes, like the feel of the episodes. You got like episode two is like a horror episode, and you get episode three that's like a crime drama, like old school. Which the voices just crack me up in that one. But where did that idea come from? Is that something you always wanted to do? <clears throat> I think we started off with the first one, and we ended up doing sort of a war type thing, and then I don't know, we just kind of ran with it. Um, <sighs> add a little bit of Dakin Tyke's story into uh, a genre. And uh, yeah, that kind of carried into all the episodes, really. It's really clever. Really <clears throat> cleverly done. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to pause for a minute. Brayden, that was the biggest water bottle I've <laughs> ever seen in my fucking life. What? It's, fairly, it's pretty large. It's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always drink the gallon jugs, but they get all like, you know, algae. Like if you refill them too much, so yeah. <laughs> Just really threw me off at all. <laughs> all right, yeah, they just like get all gross. So yeah, I don't know. It's just I just gotta like I gotta drink a lot of water, otherwise I feel like garbage. So yeah. <clears throat> the other thing that stands out to me though is, is how well the show is made with like lighting and I'd say effects, but obviously there's occasionally gen purposely terrible effects. But, <laughs> but is is that what you bring to Micah with like the lighting and stuff like that? Because obviously you work in film and video, don't you? Oh, we both work on it. We honestly, that drives us nuts pretty much every episode. We're yeah. always trying to get better quality, right? Um, Definitely, yeah. So it's good to hear. But uh, yeah. yeah. It's like I'd say like... Both kind of nerds about that stuff. Yeah, definitely, man. I feel like I, I, I trust Mike a lot with that kind of stuff because he just knows more about like lighting and whatever. So, but yeah, that's one thing that's because we, I mean, we pretty much had like like one or two led lights like we know we don't have we don't have much like as far as like lighting equipment so a lot of it is just natural lighting i think we use a lot mm-hmm. um so yeah I'd, I'd say we definitely take advantage of that as much as we can for we've sure. got a couple of uh these portable tiny led lights that we if we need any like ring lighting or, or uh anything extra we carry those around yeah. we got some for the, the colored lighting we have um what do you call them like book report covers there's one red one and a blue one. So uh, it's uh, <laughs> cheap effects. Dude, it's Genius. like zero, zero budget, a zero dollar budget, man. Like, yeah, so, which is great, though, because I, I, I've always liked that. I, you know, just milk what you have, like, just, mm-hmm. you know, just use what you have. It doesn't need, it doesn't need to be like a massive motion picture. Does it? it needs to be have all this effects and all this shit going on because it's just great as it is. It works yeah. as it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I think it's great. And I mean, episode four is probably one of my favorite episodes uh, with trousers and uh, sitting <laughs> in that park. But have you ever had any encounters where you've been filming stuff with people just going, what the fuck are you guys doing? A couple times. Yeah, actually. Uh, trousers um, runs off his knee naked in the field. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there like a family like around the corner that we didn't see? Like a like parents yeah, there with their a, kids. <laughs> there was a kids kids baseball game going on there. So no, <laughs> we we were, yeah. we were off to the side, but I think we kind of missed one family there when uh, when we did that yeah. scene. Uh, and there was one guy. It's so funny. There was when we were shooting that uh, episode three with like the detectives, like that old like stone place where they kind of meet up. 
Hmm. There's this guy, like, that was our hometown, Lindsay, or my hometown. Well, I guess Micah, Micah lived a, couple, a little bit outside there, but that's where he went to school and everything. But there's this guy that was riding one of those, like, you know, those, like, scooters, oh, yeah. moped things, like, you know, that they have in Walmart and stuff. Like, <laughs> he's just kind of sitting there, He's and he's this guy that he's been around the town since I was a kid, like, just one of those guys, you know, wow. like the town guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just kind of sitting there, and he started asking us about it, and. He was being really weird. He was saying some weird stuff. But it's it's always kind of like people are super intrigued with that, you know, film, any film stuff. It's like, you know, people are shooting a YouTube video and, pe- and anyone thinks it's like a Hollywood movie. You know what I mean? Like people, I think just because people don't understand it, they think it's just so cool, which is like the magic of film. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even if it's whatever it is, like YouTube or big screen stuff. Is that so. the same way that you're going, yeah, yeah, keep going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> Well, I, I feel I like th- a lot of our characters come from real people. Sorry, go ahead. Mike. I still think about that one guy we were shooting at uh, one of Lindsay's biggest uh, event venues. That was the mushroom man scene. Um, <laughs> With a chest. When, yeah, yeah. And one guy walked in. I, I think that must have been an interesting uh, sight to see. Yeah. It's <laughs> like old Christian guy that like ran the church. He didn't know what we were filming. A bunch of mushrooms and a dude with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You bet your ass that I can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That was fun. <laughs> oh, great. Oh. Yep. So, <laughs> I was going to say earlier about improv stuff like that. How many takes does it do? Does it take to do some of these scenes? Because I imagine you must piss yourself laughing so much while trying to record this show. Sometimes, yeah. I, I do when, when Mike is doing Gord, like I can't keep my shit together. Like that to me is like the funniest thing ever. So with Gord stuff, I feel like we gotta do more takes. But I feel like for the most part, we kind of, you know, we can hold our breath while we're hitting record and then laugh after. But yeah, some stuff. It's like with the duck and the eggs and stuff, like <laughs> all the yeah, sauce. The food. <laughs> that gets tough. How yeah. much sauce did you use? How, how many bottles did I bring over? Like, Quite a few. What did we have? We had like some kind of dressing and then ketchup mayonnaise. Yeah. Like six or seven bottles of that. Oh. Yeah. And when <laughs> I got sprayed in the face, we, we used the dressing, which was a really bad idea because it was super vinegary. So oh, that took no. a while to recover from. No, <laughs> good shot, though. It was a good shot. I mean, it's it great. a great shot. Fuck. <laughs> that was a stun for hours. <laughs> yeah. There's certain oh, scenes when I watch them, so I don't know how you kept it together. Like, the name has completely escaped me now, but the scene where the little rubber thing goes down the creek. Johnson, yeah. Johnson, and yeah. Dake is just having that most emotional moment. It's like you're an amazing duck or an even better Sarge. I was like, <laughs> how the hell do you not just piss yourself laughing doing that? That was a heavy <laughs> scene. That was a heavy scene. It's very yeah. emotionally driven. I was quite impressed. <laughs> I think sometimes too, it's like, you know, you get so into the character where it's like, it's not funny because to the character, it's very real. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, that's one thing I think we both love about the show is that the characters don't ever question what's happening. It's just like it's so real to them. Like, doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't need to. It's like, yeah. So it's so fun to sink into that. You know. <clears throat> did, anything actually, did anything actually like inspire you to to make Dakin Tyke at all? Like anything that you saw and you went, oh, "I've got a good idea for a cat," or does it literally just go, "I've got a great idea, guys"? Two guys stoned every time. Perfect. Done. Cheers. Then easy. Hmm. From like watching any movies or 
I think that I think I think the format just lends itself well to this random weird stuff we come up with. So yeah, two stone guys kind of passively experiencing whatever gets thrown at them is uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Pretty much the perfect way to do that. I know we both like stuff like like Tim and Eric, mm. awesome show. Like we were both huge fans of that, and that's kind of the extent of my comedy stuff. I don't watch a ton of other things. Yeah. But that was kind of, I, for me, probably one of the biggest inspirations of doing, like, the comedy. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys are familiar with Tim and Eric, but... I know of Tim and Eric, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. It's, yeah. Okay, but, that's something we need to look up after this, then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... Oh, yeah, I know I, of it, yeah. It's very I Canadian, by all accounts, yeah. <clears throat> you guys would like it. But what makes me laugh is, like, obviously drug culture, a lot of people, oh, stoners, ugh. But Hollywood seems to love stoner duos. Jane, Silent Bob, Harold and Kumar, Cheech and Chunk. What is it about them, do you think, that people just like, I love this shit. This is amazing. Because <laughs> it's it's funny. Like, <laughs> it just is, you know? Yeah, fun, fun to hang out with characters like that, right? Yeah. Because they're just chill, you know? Not they're high just stakes. Like, you're, just, uh, you're just kind of experiencing things with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, you know, and they're kind of stupid. And, like, it makes you feel like you're not, I would say, probably. <laughs> you know? So that's a part of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... Like it, oh. I, I feel like just because like yeah, just like tiny trivial trivial little things just become such a giant deal in, in a lot of those worlds. You know, like Harold and Kumar, it's like getting some cheeseburgers is like this massive adventure, and like that's this is so funny, man. <laughs> it's re- it's refreshing too because uh, yeah, a lot of comedies like higher budget comedies they they have to have sort of a heavy through line, right? Like you got to add the drama, so you don't see it too much anymore. I think. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, again, like with the cancel culture shit, it's just getting ridiculous. <laughs> like cancel all the stoner movies. Yeah, and now South Park's still going strong. Mm-hmm. So fucking love that show. <clears throat> it's like one of the only ones left, I think. But yeah, pretty much everyone's just like, I don't like that because he said the word Muslim. Take it off. Get <laughs> rid of it now. Bullshit. Uh, dude, I know. Yeah, it it sucks, man. I mean, I'm I'm very much like. You know, that's just fuck that stuff, man. Like, because I feel like I know Mike feels the same. It's like you got to separate art from that stuff. Like, yeah, you know, you can't, you know, I don't know what the right word is, but just like changing art and changing stories for the sake of certain things. It's like, what's the point then? You know, that's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like people have forgotten what a joke is and just how to have a bit of a laugh. Yeah, there's obviously lines that you can't cross, but... It just seems the lines seem to be getting close. Like there's going to be nothing. So there'll be no comedy. There'll be nothing at all <clears throat> because yeah. someone's get offended by something. If you yeah. don't like it, don't watch it. Right. Yeah. Right. Simple as that. Just don't watch it. There you go. Sorted. Yeah. It's like people complain about music festivals. If you don't like the bands that are playing, don't go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like what kind of with Dagan Tyke, like it's not even about the weird, like it's not even about the stone being stoned, like at least to us, like anymore. You know, I feel like that barely, it comes up in a couple scenes, but it's really more just about like the weird characters and yeah. yeah. We, we keep so. it pretty light. Um, it's pretty much a, an adult cartoon. I think like, I think if, if there was no, <laughs> no weed and no swearing, the kids could watch it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think so too. <laughs> Saying that, we've like censorship and stuff like, does YouTube never flag the content? Because obviously marijuana is, I don't know if YouTube ever flags things like that. I'm pretty sure they did. Fl- fl- they just said like it's not appropriate for kids or something, so it needs <laughs> to be it's rated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I got an email of that, but yeah, man, that stuff's just you know that's a whole other thing too. But 
I just try not to think about any of that and just throw it up there and <clears throat> yeah. So of course, alongside Dick and Tyke, there are obviously some absolutely phenomenal characters, obviously also included, like Gord, who's probably one of my favorites. And obviously we all like to do a bit of an art every now and again. So <laughs> it's just the greatest thing ever. And watching you cock the gun was just <laughs> So just, you'll never get better acting anywhere else. It's the, it's the <laughs> fucking best. Just walking through the forest. Oh boy! <laughs> so good, dude. Dude, yeah, that scene, man. That was one of the hardest for me. Like not laughing. Like, mm-hmm. That was just such a great performance from Mike, dude. Like the leathery jacket and everything was just like perfect. That was a, that was a tough one. Like, uh, yeah, I, got, I have to glue on all the all the eyebrows and the mustache, <laughs> and walk way out there in the snow, and it's really cold. And uh, G- Gord himself is very a very physical performance. I have to tense my whole body up. So, <laughs> yeah, that's um. It's whenever I see the clogs, I'm like, how the fuck is he walking in those? Those, those suck. Yeah, those those really are not fun to walk in. So we, we keep that at a minimum. Yeah. Uh, so funny. Gordon Ron again but they're up there with the belgians so <laughs> with 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 carter and Amos, just <laughs> where so where did the inspiration come for for gord like how did gord uh, how how was he born i don't even know <laughs> I, I i think what happened was Braden was talking about i think we came up with the idea of jobby juniors and the cheddar and all that and then i, I was driving my car and it was hot as balls in the summer and i just kind of came out of me apparently it was deep inside me the whole time i, I don't know <laughs> yeah. so yeah this old man with uh strange ticks came out of me dude and like i didn't even i hadn't like until i hit we were shooting on the day and i hit record i hadn't hadn't seen the character so I'm, oh, like fuck. mike just did it and i was like oh my god it's so good uh. oh but <laughs> sorry so as far as the script is concerned, like the things he said, how do you come up with the voices for some of these people? Because the voices are hilarious. Like we were saying with Gord then, and the Belgians, oh, don't get me started on the fucking Belgians. They crap me up so much. But where do these voices come from? Is it just you guys being idiots on voice notes? <laughs> Pretty Honestly, much, yeah. yeah it's a lot. It's a process of refinement via voice mail. <laughs> yeah, literally is. <laughs> yep. And with the Belgians, like they, they were very much inspired by like a real person that we know. <clears throat> like very much. You've got to divulge some information on that one. Come on. All right. He's never going to see this, so I will. <laughs> this guy named Freddie, he's he's actually a Belgian man. He drove my, me and Micah. Like, Micah came on tour with me in, in Europe one time, and he was our driver, Belgian guy. And that that's Pat Pep in the show, in the in the pool rides. That's Freddie. I was going to ask mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the, the Belgians are just, I mean, that's why I got the red shirts, because he would wear the same red shirt every day. He'd sleep in the van, and yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so they're they're just based off him and just trying to perfect his accent and stuff. So he doesn't know he's in the show. Hopefully he never sees it. But. No, I think you feel yeah. honored. I hope so, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And, and <laughs> same with the crews. Get it. So, The amount of times me and Tom just do that now. It's... You did, yeah. You two literally, like, I am. I literally live vicariously through you two, so I just literally do everything. I'll just, I'll just shout randomly, be in the middle of work. It's like I don't know, fixing some glasses or something. It's going, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it's it's 
weirdly like because i mean i got you know some friends other friends too that like have seen it or i'll just do this stuff around them and they start doing it and saying some of the stuff so it's just like this weirdly kind of like an infectious thing like i don't know it feels good to do those voices and the like physically feels good to do make those noises oh i don't know if that's something wrong with me but yeah no it does feel good to get them get them you two have started something that need the world needs to see yeah (laughs) you you bring up an interesting point there Braden, because obviously you're known for say we can fly the music you know but Dake and Tyke is so polar opposite to what you're known for with your music. Is that like a good creative outlet for you? Like, I don't want to say therapy as such, but you know, just like that way to get out that other side of your personality. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's absolutely therapy. It's therapy for sure. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know. I feel like I spent a lot of time kind of like just trying to keep my like social persona in this kind of world, you know, but, and so, yeah, that's, yeah, Dake and Tyke, it re- and genuinely, you know, aside from just like creative outlet, it really helped me grow as a person too. Like, you know, just, <clears throat> I don't know, because comedy helps me like express a side of myself that I never could, it just, you know. So, and it's, re- yeah, it's just kind of, it's showed me parts of myself I never knew before. So that's, it's really helped me grow as a person and which bleeds into the music stuff. And yeah. <clears throat> do, do you ever get fans like <clears throat> come to your concerts or something so like Dake and Tyke, this stuff? Something yeah. Like yeah, see, sometimes I do. Like some some people are just like die hard. Like the last two I did, you know, there were some people that would ask me about it and say like their favorite parts and favorite characters. So it's it's awesome, man. Because that I feel like that's kind of why we do it. It's just for the people that just really love it. You know, doesn't matter how many that is. So <clears throat> yeah, and like even on Halloween, there was a couple of people that like dressed up as some of the characters and sent me pictures, and just it's amazing. so awesome, man. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> So anyway, awesome. Micro every time. <laughs> there was, I think there was a gourd, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. So, like, so Mike, have you always had like uh you've always wanted to act sort of thing? Have you what's have you wanted to do all no, you've always wanted to be, be a writer or what is like your uh, motivation? I was always into direction. Um before we even started this, I had absolutely no interest in acting. Um and I did it pretty much out of necessity. And um so that was uh interesting to discover that I could do it really. Um, and, uh, yeah, comedy stuff now is, uh, <clears throat> kind of a part of me. So, yeah, but I was always interested in directing and writing and I, I never wanted to be in front of the camera until now. Is that, so is that an avenue you want to pursue now after doing Dick and Tyke? Oh yeah. I want to continue. I don't know how, how seriously, but it's, it's something I really enjoy doing for sure. Do it, do it. Definitely be great. Definitely. Be fucking amazing. I'll try to keep it up. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The thing is, though, it, you know, not just say this because I talked to you, you're good at it. You know, like that stuff with Gord, that takes some skill to pull something like that off. I appreciate Yeah, I, I don't know where, 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 what that would translate to. Maybe, uh, maybe a children's show or something, but uh, <laughs> I, can, I can definitely do those uh, odd characters somewhere for whoever oh, needs God. it. I'd love to see Gord's <laughs> children's show. I just could not imagine that, that would work. <laughs> I always thought it'd be interesting to see him interacting with puppets and whatnot. So, <laughs> oh my, that needs to be maybe someday. <laughs> yeah. Just feed him more cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> Fever dream, Gord. <laughs> Spe- speaking of spin-offs and stuff, you did Buds on Buds, the wonky, wonky cobble buckle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where did that, was that just trying to do something different to keep it going between episodes? Where did that idea come from? Pretty much, I think. 
And yeah, we just kind of thought it'd be fun to just sit down and do something that's less like scripted and because that was not scripted at all. Just sit there and talk about a weed strain, <laughs> basically. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, was cra- I genuinely thought like halfway through as it was kept going, I was like, they're not actually going to smoke this at any point. When you're doing the countdown time, let's do it. I was like, they're not actually good. It's going to end before they even light this up, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to no, do- Sorry, Sorry go ahead. I was just going to no, say, I- do you plan to do any more of that? I hope so, yeah. Yeah, I think we're, we're hoping to shoot some, start shooting again like later this year. So I know Amazing. we were thinking about doing another one, but I, I don't know what happened. But yeah, we I don't know if you know this, but we have a completely dry set. It's all just tea that we're smoking. Yeah. Just put that out there. <clears throat> <clears throat> no weed, no real weed. Oh, okay. Oh, so I okay, got it's just tea leaves. Yeah, just tea leaves. Yeah. Except nice. I'm, I think I accidentally smoked some real at some point along the way, but I didn't mean to. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the garage when I was doing the boxing. And so yes. I think it might have been. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't sure then if that was a. It's not real. Wink. No, it's no, it no, genuinely no. is not completely dry set. So. I don't know how much we'd get done if it was real. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weirder yeah. and <laughs> If Zuckerberg asks, it's not real. <laughs> so have you guys got any particular like favorite characters or scenes or moments from the show that you just like this was the, the best moment ever? Mm. Man. I gotta think about that one. There's so many, dude. <clears throat> um I, I, I know I do. I just can't rec- I'm trying to recall them right now. Um, I, I think some of like the my favorite moments are just the ones that make like zero sense at all. Like it's it's somehow a big deal, but it doesn't matter. You know, like, I mean, there's one I was just watching a trailer for episode six the other day, you know, and it starts off with like the Belgian guys like take away these dipsies, the Jareds. And there's like a pause. He's like. That quotes and there's a big like re- dramatic reverb, and it's like, what does that even mean? Like, it makes no sense, but it's apparently some big dramatic thing, you know. <laughs> That's the bit so. that gets me every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's just some lines, and most of the lines are like you know delivered like from Micah that I love, like like the gourd, some of the gourd lines. Yeah. You know, but I don't know, man. I love all of elite. Yeah, he's he's my favorite character for sure. <clears throat> I, it's it's just some of the random things that come out, like not even part of the story. It's just a, like I think there's a couple of episode it was now where Date just randomly goes, "Holy tit suckling buzzards, boys!" And I just died. <laughs> I just like, where does that even come from? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. yeah. What about you, Mike? Have you got any favorite like characters moments? Oh, I love Ron's monologue. <laughs> running through all the uh, running through all the Jubby Junior's menu items, I think it never gets old for me. <laughs> and then what? it cuts to the commercial, and it's just, I don't know, it's perfect. So that was amazing because I forgot that was I forgot that was in there. So it comes yeah. up with a um, I wrote it down. I think the the Sarge, the, the duck on the skateboard. My little Sarge. My little Sarge. Yeah, yeah. Jubby Duck Junior. Jubby Duck Junior. That yeah. was so great. Because yeah. I, was, I was a bit confused. Obviously, it's Bob Star Network, and Bob Star was in the <clears> live <throat> show, but he's not in the he's in the live 420, but he's not actually in Dakin Tight Kit, is he? No, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah. But then there's Lord Silverwig. But I, rem- I remember um, <laughs> having some um, ideas about what I thought was going on. 
And I remember <laughs> you brave were like, but are you sure though? But really though, but is that exactly what you think though? Um, yeah. It's great. I love, I love that the story is going off, but you just have no fucking clue what's going to happen next. So I love it. Like, I really fucking hope Dake's not dead. But then, obviously, it was Jebby Juniors, and all of a sudden, after the grease it's now Grubby Grooniers. So I was like, hmm, it's an alternate universe. What is going on? Because obviously, Ron dancing in was fucking excellent as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, yeah. It's, it's fun, man. And even for me, like... There's just random things that I'll just randomly tie together. Like even like you just said, Grubby Grunier is Greasomatic. I'm like GR Grease, GR Grubby. Like maybe it has something to do with the. That, that'll work know? for something. Right, exactly. So, so I feel like when we shoot it and edit it, like we like the story sh- reveals itself to us too, which is why it's partially that's so, quite cool. so fun. That's quite yeah. that's quite clever in a way as well. You're doing it without realizing you're doing it, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. What about- what about you, Tom? What have, have you got any particular favorite characters' moments? Gord is Gord is definitely one of my favorites. Um, the, like I said, with the cock and the gun in the in the middle of the forest when it's all the snow, it's just one of the best things ever. <laughs> but I also love the Belgians. So just the, with the radio, <clears throat> etc. Um, but yeah, this, the, my favorite scene ever is with trousers and Micah when Micah's taking a piss, and it's, <laughs> it's that thing that says you're stoned as tits, bud. <laughs> And then Charles appears. It's like, uh, I actually wrote it down. Only one may wield the power. <laughs> Only oh, one. Yeah. It's great. It's fucking great. I loved it. I get like, oh. Only one. <laughs> I started getting yeah. half watching it. And she loves it. Nice. Watch the first episode. She's like, oh, we'll watch more of this later. <laughs> this, this, like I said, the Belgians crap me up. But there's two scenes I love. Um, Taekwen obviously has got all the things pinned up on the wall. And he's like, it started in ancient Egypt. And he's like, yeah, absolutely yeah. roaring. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> pop, pop, so yeah, that bit. And Tom knows me. It's the most basic, stupid throwaway lines and moments that kill me in programs. Episode one, where Dake is just like, there's someone at the door. And then Tyke's just sat there eating raw pasta, dipping it in. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> roaring. It's like, what is happening in this program right now? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the tight character. He's just looking for snacks. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much the extent of that. Yeah. Oh, did you have to hire the cafe out in episode two? Yeah, that's kind of a funny story. That so that there's a place called Dave's Diner, which was like right now. I li- lived down the street from it. Like I shot here's my heart video there, and like I I knew the owner pretty well, and I'd just been going there, you know, through high school. So it was kind of just part of my life. So the new owner. Um, he like knew about my music and, you know, just like kind of knew him. He's really nice. And I was like, Hey man, like, you know, we have this thing project we're working on. Like, would it be okay if we've filmed there? And <laughs> he's like, yeah, sure. That's fine. So he like, let us use it after hours. And so he, <clears throat> he was just in the back the whole time we were shooting that whole diner scene. And, uh, yeah, so we finished it. He never really saw what we were doing. <laughs> um, whenever it was done, I emailed it to him. I'm like, Hey man, like, Cause he was like, yeah, I want to see it. Like show me and we'll repost it on our Facebook page. <laughs> so I emailed it to him and I was like, Hey man, thanks again. Here's the video. Never heard back from him to this day. So <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to have people think that people wait 45 minutes for their food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah. Cause I thought about that. I was like, you know, did this, cause we showed the Dave's diner in the episode. So it was, but, the, knows, man. it was the other guy. That was like the gentleman stand. 
That was one of our other good friends, Ben, who we also have known for since kindergarten. Then. <laughs> I love it so much. But two, one question I do need to ask is, um, what do you know about hollandaise sauce? Not very much. I recently learned that you can buy it in a box. Wait, what? A box? <laughs> yeah, apparently. I thought I, I had no idea that existed, so that's good to know. Just that line just cracked me. I was just random. What do you know about hollandaise sauce? I'm just dying. Hollandaise sauce. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a fun time, dude. Sweet. Wait, what? How was it again? Hollandaise sauce. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I love that voice so much. <laughs> the voices, as well for the main characters are Dake and Tyke. Where where do those voices come from? Is that just what your depiction of a stoner sounds like? No, buddy, that's you know that's like Ontario, Canada, buddy, right? You know, <laughs> repping darts down the four oh seven, and you know just having a couple beers with the boys, right? Fuck yeah, bud, down the lick yeah. ball there. Fuck yeah, that's like how people talk where we're from, basically. A little bit exaggerated, but yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, that's, that's Ontario slang through and through. Yeah. Oh, so. Christmas Day 2020, as we said earlier, was was the last episode. So when when are you going to be back? Because you left it on such a cliffhanger. <laughs> I, I need to know now because this is driving me mad. I've waited long enough. Well, we're hoping to. I don't, I don't know if we're going to for sure, but we're hoping to release something on this 420, even if it's just like a little thing that we're, you know, we're, that's kind of what we're hoping to do. But um, yeah, I mean, sometime, we don't have an exact date yet, but I know we've written a ton more. We have a, a movie that's been like pretty much sketched out. And um, so we have a ton more written. We just kind of got to like bunker down and do it. Yeah. <clears throat> so. It's a Dakin type movie that I need to see. Dude, it's brilliant, man. Like Mike did a lot of, a lot of the writing and it was like scenes that we had kind of talked about and structured, you know, together before. But dude, it's, it's hilarious, man. Like I read it and I was just like pissing myself. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Is it a spin-off though, as in like it's just a separate story, or is Lord Silverwig hmm. is it all gonna get tied off, or is it part of the whole story, or can you not talk about that? <clears throat> I guess we could say it would stand on its own, but uh, would reward um, viewers of the previous material. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. So That's it... a very diplomatic answer. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna even touch that answer. That's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. Amazing. So, so what's next for you both then? What are you doing outside of Dakin Tight? I know you've just released a new single, haven't you, Braden? I did, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm just working on more music stuff. I got a whole backlog of stuff to to release. And yeah, um, working on it, like just a little bit of solo, like writing for some, some film stuff. But um, yeah, same old stuff, man. What about you, Michael? We, we don't really know much about you outside of Dakin Tight. What, what is it you did? You would do anything else creatively outside of this? I do some podcast stuff. I do some writing, some filming. It's been uh, it's been light for the last little while, but uh, I think this summer I'll get back into more. What podcast stuff are you doing? Uh, that one was called Cop That Stock. I did that last year during the pandemic when we were all locked down. So uh, that was a fun time a different kind of character for me so yeah is that available anywhere to find it or that's on youtube yeah you can just youtube it sweet i think i'm yeah. definitely gonna do that then i'll check that out cool <clears throat> tom have you got any more questions um 
Yeah, well, well, I was just basically asked what the plan for the future was, but we pretty much know that you, you obviously got a movie planned. But you did a live, a live 420. Um, are you going to do another one of those bad boys? I don't know if we're going to do a live this year, but um, not I'm, this yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, not, not this that year. Was, but... uh, that was tough to pull together. Yeah, dude, that was a lot of planning and work because we had to pre-shoot all the scene, you know, so many of the scenes and <clears throat> um, had to like write the story mixed in with our live stuff. But it was a lot of fun, man. That was it was great. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. The Bob Starr thing and you go down to the, is it, and then the studio blew up or something. <laughs> that just it was Servers. Great. Just, yeah. I mean, all the yeah. adverts were amazing as well. Um, <laughs> Thank just just it's just excellent but yeah i can imagine a lot of planning goes into it a lot of work goes into it pre-record exercise like you said so obviously mm. quite monumental to do something i think it's like an hour and a bit long as well um yeah. Yeah. the other thing as well i noticed is that episode five is 40 minutes long whereas every every other episode is about 10 or 15 is not fancy halving that or why was that one so much longer that one was we we wrote we wrote probably a 15 20 minute episode and then we just kind of started as we were editing it, kind of adding on because we just wanted to do more stuff and uh, turn into a bit of a beast. Yeah, it's great, it's great. with the prospector as well at the end and the grease about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Johnson dying. Yeah, man, that was that was a, that one was so fun to do. Same <laughs> with Dave trying to get that little tight's car started. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah mechanic Can, dick. That that was a mechanic good character. dick. <laughs> Yeah, like I for some reason was looking at it as like a different character. Like I was like, this is mechanic dick. He's like serious, like about cars. Like, yeah, man. Good time. I don't know. I think too, for some reason, back that like at that point, I was just like, I just wanted to pack as many different characters in one episode as we could, just to so you know, just be able to watch that and be like, yeah, we you know, we did that. And that was like because it's rewarding, you know. <clears throat> it's really, really rewarding. So well, very much looking forward to seeing more when you guys are able to get back together and do more stuff. Yeah. absolutely it's just yeah. it's just like i said for people for people that are like wanting to uh, are listening to this, watching this how would you describe the show to them though? if someone's turned around to you and go oh you do the show they could talk what's it about how, how do you describe it to people because i don't know where to start <laughs> live action cartoon yeah I like that's that. kind of what we look that's at what it as, yeah. yeah i like that <clears throat> yeah yeah, I forget what our IMDb description is, but it's just basically yeah, just about two guys that are on a journey to stop the world from this evil Lord Silverwig and encounter a bunch of weird characters along the way, basically. It's fucking good. Like, we can't recommend it enough. Like we said during this, like, me and Tom are constantly, especially the Belgians, you know. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I didn't want something. I didn't go, don't want it. Don't need it. <laughs> like, anything yes. in life. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's uh, yeah. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks. You know, glad you guys like it so much. It's awesome. But Braden, as we have you here, and obviously this behind us, and what I'm wearing today, stay cozy. You are the man behind that. Oh, Tom's Tom's gone into darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Is um, is there any updates on stay cozy? New lines? Anything like anything people to look out for? Yeah, we just released a tie dye hoodie, which is almost gone, but uh. I think yeah. Next week we'll probably we're restocking a pavement hoodie. Well, I don't know when this will come out, but yeah, there's new bunch. Of, there's three or four new hoodies coming out in the next week or two. Yeah, this is out in two weeks. So yeah, by the time this comes out, there should be some new hoodies on the store, and also have a, a Stay Cozy smartphone app people can download if they want. <clears throat> yeah. 
So before we let you guys get out of here, I can't remember if you've played this before, Braden. Have you played our quick fire round game? I think I did. I, I don't know. No, I couldn't remember. I was asking Tom earlier. I couldn't remember if you played it. But we do have a game we like to play with our guests on the show called the quick fire round. And it is literally, we ask a question and you answer it as quickly as you can. Would you both right. like to play our quick fire game? I'd absolutely fancy sure. it. <laughs> first question. You, you can decide amongst yourselves who answers first. Your favourite pizza topping? Cheese. Extra cheese. Chicken. <laughs> I'd say rubber. Rubber? Yeah. No, they, I would also say cheese, probably. <laughs> Yeah, that's a classic. Your first ever job? Uh, Wait, what? Baker. Oh, yeah, Baker. Uh, I worked at a grocery store. That's no fun, is it? We've both both done that sort of work. It's no fun. (laughs) No, it was absolute ass, I'll tell you that. (laughs) What is your favorite joke to tell? I think that's where we both, we don't know any, dude, I've struggled with that my whole life, man. People are like, tell me a joke. I'm like, yes, literally on the spot. Life? Like, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We'll go over, we'll go over a different one for that. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? We suck at this. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm terrible. Uh, Anything I come up with is just boring. Um, um, wow. <laughs> I'm good. I don't need one. <laughs> I'm perfect. I got gorge. I got gorge. My alter, my alter ego. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say we got, you know, to me, being able to do that weird stuff is kind of a superpower on its own. And I'm happy with capping it at that. <laughs> Love that answer. That's a great answer. <clears throat> and last one. If there was to be a movie about your life, who would play you in that movie? Peter Dinklage, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The panda head would be the size of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd have Shia, Shia LaBeouf play me. Real talk, probably. I know that's, I know I'm cancelled after saying that, but I don't get no, it. He's my favourite actor. I, I think he's actually a great actor. He's nuts, but I think he's a great actor. I'd actually quite like to see that, to be honest. Yeah. Micah? Let's go, uh, let's go Michael Sarah. Oh, oh, I can totally I see need, I need to see him and more stuff. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Awesome. I just want to see Shia LaBeouf and Michael Sarah do Day Titan. That would be great. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, that means Michael Sarah would be good. <laughs> that would be just excellent on so many levels. Michael Sarah, he grew up like pretty close to where we lived, which is kind of funny. That's he amazing. Really? Yeah. Because then I watched Juno the other day. That makes it even funnier in my head. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Uh, boys, this has been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for doing this. And we can't encourage all of you people watching this, go and check out Dakin Talk. It's on YouTube. It's free. Go and check it out because it's hilarious. Yes. And subscribe. And subscribe. Yeah. subscribe hit the bell so you get the notifications when new videos get posted because you do not want to miss them not at all before we let you go though any plugs social medias you want people to go and check out 
Well, I think, what is it, Instagram, Dick and Tyke? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Go check that out. <laughs> Go check it out. There's not much on there, but there will be. That's what, what is there is, is comedy gold. Yeah, so. there's some random clips we put up there that you don't see anywhere else. So, Lots of great reviews on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Decent. Again, thank you so much for doing this, guys. It means the world. Like, Braden, no doubt we'll find an excuse to have you on for a fourth time. You've probably got Absolutely. some other projects we haven't talked about yet. So, <laughs> um, Let's have Dick and Tyke round. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a, a good answer, like funny answer, but I couldn't. So. <laughs> yeah. No, thank Amazing. you, guys. This is really nice. No, it's been great. Yeah, we really, not at all. Not at all, but we really appreciate doing this. So, yeah. It, we, and when Dick and Tyke needs more exposure. It needs more people, more eyes on it. It needs to be bigger. It needs to get pushed and people need to see it and enjoy it and tell their friends about it. Then they tell their friends about it. Then everyone just everyone just turns into gourd for the rest of their life. <laughs> Could you imagine yeah, if the entire world was just going, all right, at each other all the time? You know what? It would be a better world. Let's it be would. honest. It really would. It, it really would. would. Everyone just turns to Gordon Run, all the Belgians, or, you know, or trousers is just everywhere all, all of a sudden. You know, I don't, we, I don't know if I'd want everyone walking around dressed like trousers, but dressed like trousers junior, that I could definitely go for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so funny. <laughs> Space helmet cracks me up every time. It really makes me laugh. In a couple of weeks, you got a message off uh, off Freddie being like, "What's this? You making me sound like I'm a twat?" Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. <laughs> we don't no. need that, all right. <laughs> no, I love that guy. Oh, beautiful! Thank you so much again, and hopefully, uh, we can get ourselves on the Bob Star Network as well one day. Hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's been a pleasure. Have a great rest of day. Take care of yourselves and uh, we'll see you soon. All right, lads. All right. Take care. Thank you. Tattiest of buys. Have a greasy one. Keep a grief. Just absolutely hilarious. Wonderful. Brilliant. Incredible. Subscribe right fucking now. And while you're at it, hit our subscribe button too. Hit the bell. Comment on our YouTube. Just... And... Just massive thank you to these guys for coming on. It was amazing hearing like how young they were when they met and just the chemistry they had between them. Everyone go check out Dakin Tiger right now. You will not regret it. I agree. And hopefully you guys enjoy listening to it as much as we did recording it. Mr. Stevens. Uh, yes, sir. It's audience participation time. Let's do this shit. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to participate. Jamie's participation challenge. Now, before I get on to this week's audience participation, typically, as we were recording last week's episode, I had two more comments and they were fucking phenomenal. So I wanted to bring them back from last week, all about takeaway disasters. Because they were that good, I needed to bring them forward. They really made me laugh. So the first one is Gemma Williams again. She said, I just thought of my own. Mine started out of amazing, kind intentions that went horribly wrong. On a drunken night out, I stopped to speak with a homeless man. I asked him if he was genuinely hungry. We have a lot of fake homeless people in my town. He said yes, so the two of us took a walk to a takeout place. I ordered a large pizza and told him I'd give him half as I went to split it in half and rip, a, and rip off the lid of the cardboard lid to, for the box. Half the pizza slipped and fell on the floor. I was so apologetic and felt awful. He proceeded to pick up the pizza and went off with it in his hand saying thank you. Although it was a good thing with good intentions I did, I still feel bad that he had to eat it off the floor. Why Whoops. was it the half that wasn't on the floor? Yeah, Gemma. 
You eat the floor pizza. You dropped it. It's a good point, actually. It's a good point. And the last one from Steve Kenny. He says, I ordered the chicken burger from McDonald's, but what I didn't realise until I checked the receipt afterward arrived is that I had accidentally taken everything off the burger. So when it arrived, I had a cheese roll. No. <laughs> no. That, oh, my God. Could you imagine? How pissed on you, man? Absolutely devastated. How many people do that anyway? I have no idea. What a sausage. Anyway, this week's audience participation. A while back, I told a story of going to a Lost Boys-themed pizza restaurant. And there's many other examples around the world, like this week's Way Back Wednesday with the Scum and the Cantina. But this week, I ask you, if you were to open a themed restaurant, what would it be based on? Any ideas for menus, drink specials, etc.? Let us know. What say oh you, Mr. I do not know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, no, I, I'm going to have to pass on this one, unfortunately. I think I'd just go 90s-themed. Well, I just play 90s music the entire time. 90s music, 90s decor, just everything you could think of. All the good shit from the 90s, like crispy pancakes on the menu and all that sort of shit. Amazing. <laughs> right, let's get started, answers. We've got Dan Packnia, who says a Star Wars-themed coffee shop with things like dough or donut, there is no rye. That, I thought that was very clever. Featuring Jawa Java, C3 Presso, Wookie Cookies, Roast Options, Light, Grey, and Dark Side, and so on. Someone's thought about that quite a lot. I know, phenomenal. I'll admit before I carry on with these, I only really included the ones I had actual reference for, because if I don't have a clue what the fuck I'm on about, I can't really comment on it. Um, Patrick Taylor says, I would open something cyberpunky. Explicitly, explicitly higher folks with dyed hair and other body mods, neon and light stripes all over, projected the menus onto the tables to order. The bar uses made-up names for alcohol, so they sound like ultra-synthetic versions of stuff. And then I don't... And then I'd have, like, live bands featuring grunge metal and EDM, sideshow performers and alt performers, just a wild semi-dystopian, semi-corporate, entirely cyber-fusional presentation. That'd nice. fucking cool. Nice. I like the idea of the menus. Yeah, same. I was about to say I like the idea of the menus. William Frank. The Princess Bride-themed restaurant has float idea has float from, blah, blah, floated around for quite some time. And frankly, I can't think of any other better idea than that. Now, all I know about the Princess Bride is that they better serve peanuts. Anybody want a peanut? Oh, I'm the giant. <laughs> yeah, it's the John I know about the Princess Bride. Vivian Connell says I always wanted to do a nerdy restaurant and I would likely theme it around the 80s TV Optimus Prime Rib pizza in a half shell just fantastic I love that idea oh sorry I thought there was more oh. no no that was it <laughs> Dwayne Rackham pirate themed barbecue and rum job done perfect perfect I'm amazed that doesn't already exist Kevin Brown, The Round Table. It's an Arthurian-themed steakhouse. Knives shaped like broadswords. Skewers of meat called lances. Entertainers in night gear reciting poems while playing lutes. And drinks served in flagons. I would be a regular at that place. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Chris, Christo Plum Evans. And possibly my favourite answer we had. Karaoke. You need to sing for your karaoke. You need to sing karaoke for your supper. I can't read today. I've noticed. Oh. <laughs> it's a sing karaoke for your curry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got, you got me. Brains melted. I can't even blame bad milk. P. 
PR Brown. I would open a place based on the souls of my enemies. My favourite <laughs> drink, Soul Patch Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that man so much. Josh Clark in possibly the most disgusting idea. Sweetening and salting the wrong things. Salted ice cream and sugar chicken. That sort of things. Oh, that, I reckon that'd be genius, actually. Really? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think he's got his answer there. Oh, I don't know about that one. And then, do you know who's joined us for the first time? In a double answer. It's only Callum Treacher, isn't it? Hey! Only Callum Treacher. First off, he says, your seat is an exercise bike. And for each 100 calories you burn while you're seated, you get one pound off your bill at the end. Could call it Calorie Kitchen. If you burn a certain <laughs> amount of calories, then you get to have your meal for free. There would have to be a time limit on your table, though, to prevent people from dying for a free meal. <laughs> and also, he had another idea for the Dine and Dash. Customers have the option of paying normally, or they can opt for the Dine and Dash experience, where their bill is free if they can escape from the staff who will be chasing them down. <laughs> will be made up of professional athletes and will use any force necessary. If you get caught, you pay double. That's genius. That's a phenomenal idea. <laughs> Lorna, Lorna Walsh says an 80s diner ice cream bar. Definitely Coke floats, cream soda, dandelion and burdock, Arctic roll, cocktails named after artists. It'd be fucking ace. Just don't do that, just don't do that as they used to anymore, do they? No, they really don't. I fucking love dandelion and burdock. Graham Arnold. This is a superb idea. My dream was to open an arcade machine pub and call it Barcade. With the drinks menu and food menu, all classic game themed like Donkey Kong cocktails and the Pac-Man burger. Charge a tenner at the door and make the machines free to play and watch the punters are rolling. I mean, it's a, that's a great idea. Superb. And if you're going to do a Pac-Man burger, you've got to cut a slight slice out of it so it looks like Pac-Man. Nick Geo, or as we know him, a licensed comic shop called The Brewgooders. Jeffy yeah. Nicholson. Jeffy yeah. Nicholson. I know. I, I didn't know what name to call him, so I just went with what he put on his Facebook. And last but not least, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. He's been gone for a long while, but he's back. It's only Ryan Williams. Hey! Yeah. Welcome back, it's Ryan. Boy. I always wanted to open a Star Wars-themed restaurant. Originally, I was going to call it The Last Jedi, but Disney and Ryan Johnson have ruined that fucking name. So now the name I'm thinking of is either the Nerf Herder or the Sith Lord. The restaurant would have different decor to make it look like different planets from Star Wars. All TV in the restaurant would play Star Wars movies or shows. Menu items would include blue milk, a Kahlua liqueur-based drink that looks like blue milk, Death Sticks spicy mozzarella sticks, The Huts, a triple cheeseburger that has Gouda cheese, avocado, fire-roasted chili, bacon, lettuce, tomato on a brioche bun. It's proper for this one out. Mustafa, a spicy spaghetti bolognese, and It's a Trap, a calamari appetizer place. And finally, the Padme, a fire-roasted hummus appetizer. I have more menu ideas, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. Oh, Ryan should have smashed them in. Ah, oh, Ryan, I love yeah, how much you think these in. things through. I love it. It's great. We love it. We appreciate everybody getting involved in Jamie's participation challenge. Uh, whether we understand them or we don't, we appreciate absolutely everybody giving us their answers. Uh, so thank you very very much if you enjoyed those you'll enjoy the other 35 editions of the Chronicles of Podcasts available wherever you get your podcasts from Spotify Google Apple etc you can also come and find us on YouTube at the Chronicles of Podcasts please hit that subscribe button hit that bell so you get notified of whenever we release a new video and then comment as much as physically fucking possible please 
Please also leave us reviews on Spotify, on Google, on Apple. The more ratings we get, the more we get put into the algorithm. That would be wonderful. Thank you ever so much. While you're on the old YouTube, you can come and check out hashtag WBW way back Wednesday. Every single Wednesday, we release an old episode, an old interview from our old channel onto our brand new one here, where you'll watch the interviews and the show in full. You can also find us on Facebook at The Chronicles of Podcast. You can also find us uh, where, Jamie? Uh, looking at locations for our new Chronicles of Podcast bar and restaurant. Absolutely. On the Twitter. Oh. At TCO Pod. Do you know where else you can come and search for us, Jamie? Um, standing at the bar buying drinks at our live show on May 28th. On the Instagram. Okay. At TCO Pod. You can also follow us on TikTok at TCO Pod as well. Jamie has been putting up some wonderful uh, little segments from interviews of old. It's been wonderful watching those little clips, uh, especially one of sadly Gilbert Godfrey passed away uh, yesterday. And Jamie lovingly released the Daniel Ross reading a nursery rhyme in his voice. Uh, it was w- absolutely wonderful. I can't believe I wore a vest <laughs> to an interview. I'll never ever do that ever again. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, you can also come and find us on our beautifully, deliciously, sexy, new and incredibly wonderful little website at www.thechroniclesofpodcast.com. You can find all the shows on there, the episodes. You can find out all about us, how the show got started. And you can all find our wonderful affiliations and sponsorships on there as well. Thank you, Stay Cozy. Thank you, Sophie. And thank you, Audio Drama Feed. The Chronicles of Podcast. Downloaders, reviewers, raters, sharers, tell all of your friends about us. Allow us into your ears. And most importantly, we only go with ham and pickle in a sandwich. Branston pickle or pickles? Yes, Branston. Branston. Ooh, Either I don't one. Branston pickle. Ooh, I know what I'm I want. Now. Work I know what I want now. I know what I want now. Before we gather, we have to say thank you to our wonderful friends. Mr. Matt Roberts, every piece of music you hear on this show is delivered to us by Mr. Matt Roberts. Go check him out at Matt Roberts Music. Search his name on Spotify and listen to all those delicious songs he has for you to get into your ears. We also have to say massive thank you to Audio Drama Feed. You heard Frank talk about them earlier. Go check them out. There's so much stuff you can listen to. As Tom said earlier, they've had so many downloads. Seven and a half thousand. There you go. We can listen to Val Toby, Marty and Mars, and many, many more. Bounty Hunters, that was the other one. And, of course, we have to say thank you to this week's guest, Mr. Braden Barry and his Stay Cozy website or app. It depends which one you want to use, but go on to either or add one of everything to your basket because they're all absolutely superb. Enter that discount code, The Chronicles, at checkout and get yourself 10% off our gift to you. Like that beautiful T-shirt Tom's wearing right there. And last but not least, of course, we have to say a massive thank you to the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. Every single week we are spreading that message to stamp out prejudice, hatred and intolerance everywhere. That message is so damn important. This week we lost an incredible, incredible woman who did amazing things for thousands of people across the world in spreading this message and setting up this foundation. And let's support them now more than ever. Let's send all our love to the team. Let's send all our love to Adam. And let's just do carry on Sylvia's work because now it is more important than ever to spread that message. 
So please go on the website, see what you can do to help, share a page from it, donate, buy some merch. If you're going to the Bloodstock Festival this year, go check out Adam's speech. Go to the tent. Anything you can do to help. If you're a teacher, just look about getting them to come to your school. If you know a teacher, look about trying to get them to go to their school. Just anything you can do to help to help spread that message, please, please do, because it's so incredibly important. So, yeah, please do that for us. Absolutely. And, and of course, the last thing you can do to support the Sophie for Lancaster Foundation is come to Birmingham on May 28th. That's what you can do. Because we're, we've got a little live show, haven't we, Tom? I want to say that we've got a dramatically fucking phenomenal live show on May 28th at Scruffy Murphy's, headlined by the Mighty Wraith and joined by Neptune Rain, Death as a Girl and Second Cities. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to sell out. Get your tickets, £7 on sea tickets. Follow the Chronicles of Podcast live on Facebook and you'll see the sea ticket link there. Click that and get your ticket right now. Trust and me, it's not one to be missed. And if not, head to our website. I've put a little button on the homepage. We can click there to go straight to the sea tickets. There's no excuse. You can find the link for tickets. Please come on down. It would mean the absolute world to us, and it would mean the absolute world to them as well. Jamie, another wonderful, wonderful edition. Indeed, sir. I've enjoyed this very much. Me too. It's been glorious. Uh, and as for this week, we are going to see you all next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye!